Welcome, Gregory. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for this episode 13 of Alar's Refuge. I am your storyteller, William Boyles, and with me, as always, I have our lovely Mountain Inferno crew. I've got Fio. I'm still having technical difficulties. That's pretty common these days. We've got Trill. Hello. We've got Crawl. Hi. And we've got Greet. Hey, yo. I think that's the first time I've done you last, and I want to make sure that I was being fair with, like, where people got distributed. You know, also, you didn't mix Crete and Crawl up. I know, but I couldn't, because I just said the name, and then you guys responded back. But I did remember which order to put it in, and I'm pretty impressed with myself. So now, now, just Eric and I need to start responding to our other, our characters' names, kind of thing. So Either that or I'm just going to start calling <laughs> you by your player names and you're just going to slowly morph, you know, one of the two. Anywho, so the last time that we met uh, was a little bit calmer than the time before. Uh, the time before, if everybody remembers, was when we had a little bit of an explosion at the duck fart. And you guys made your way back from there to the Dragon's Flagon where you encountered some... Strange encounters. Uh, first, finding a message left for you all by who you think is Resic, uh, looking to make an exchange of Rupert for Grace that he seems to have thought that that uh, your party had somehow absconded with her, which kind of makes you guys gives you guys the question of what was happening there. Why did the RFF? Uh, or RRF actually have Grace if they were supposed to be working with Resic. Um, you guys then got inside to where you found the entirety of the inside of the Dragon's Flagon to be covered in spider webs. You ended up freeing a troll who seems to have come from the Southern Kingdoms who was a long, long lost friend of your party's resident changeling, Crawl. He ended up uh, being somebody that you guys, after some conversation, were willing to trust to take Grace's body to go get resurrected down at the wall. And after some discussions, you guys had decided that you would be heading to the Barbely family home and workshop to see if you can find out some more information because the devices that caused the explosion and a lot of other things keep seeming to lead back to Tarkin Barbely. Uh, as the party was kind of finishing up at the Dragon's Flag in last, last time, uh, you were getting some spells ready, finishing casting a few rituals, when old Jenkins ended up showing up. Uh, you've kind of run into him a few times recently and had guided him here. And for right now, you guys have got him uh, hanging out in a room here at the Dragon's Flag and waiting for, uh, you know, whomever is going to come along next to, to kind of take this place over to be able to retrieve him. But for now, he is there safely. And you guys are going to be starting to head out to... Uh, kind of northwest from where you are now uh, into the marketplace and on your way over towards uh, Trill's family home. Does anybody have any questions about all of that? Um, 
<clears throat> so with the going to the home, the goal also is because there's the empty bakery below the house, right? That was what you were talking about last yeah, time. Because I was thinking that if there was a place we need to lay low for the evening and we don't want to, you know, yeah, somewhere safe that's not infested with spiders. I mean, are you really are you worried, about, yeah. are you worried about spider infestations at this point? I mean, it seems like uh, at the end of the, or in the middle of the last session there, Fio figured out a pretty good way to deal with all of them. Yeah, but once you get the poltergeist out of the house, it still kind of makes you uneasy to stay in it. I mean, right? I mean, am not I, am me I personally, but but you know. I mean, <laughs> let's be clear: Fio's solution is not something that I think we can rely on. Exactly. This is the equivalent of the house is clean, and they're like, "All right, let's go spend the night now." And then what happens? <laughs> Giant tree tries to eat the kid. No, not doing that again. I mean, you are the most kid-sized. Exactly. All right. So as you guys are kind of getting ready to head out, I'm assuming that we're doing the same thing we've kind of done before where we're going to be doing the shale bus. <clears throat> hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, Crete, Crete encourages that. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be in cat form to not take up much space. Fio? Yes. Are you going to ride the shale bus? Mm, yes. All right, sweet. So we all get up and we get riding along. As you guys start to head out, could everybody give me... Anybody who's looking around, just keep kind of keeping a head on a swivel as you guys are moving... Go ahead and give me a perception roll. Roll is not. I assume it's site based. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, it could be other based, but you could definitely say you're using your eyes for this. I'm definitely using my special eyes. Right. That is a twenty from me. Mainly because Trill's also kind of looking around because he's trying to you know give directions and stuff. So you're going to use Kush to give you advantage. Uh, well, it's a natural twenty. I don't think I. Oh, you got a natural twenty? Yeah, Ooh, I don't have plus zero to perception. Well, you gotta say it's a natural twenty. <laughs> I assume <laughs> that was modified. All right, no, it's all natural twenties. I don't modify my twenties. <laughs> it's not how I do it. Fire what? got a nine, so she's pretty distracted. Also, probably creep taking out most of her view. So, <laughs> just kind of snuggled up into his back. Oh, you uh, know it. So you can see like one side, and she's kind of like off looking, off in a off in a head. Sure, sure. Okay, with that nat twenty, Trill, tell me what you're trying to keep an eye out for. Like, what are you what are you looking around for? Uh, I was mostly looking for the uh, path to the uh, house because I know it was a little weird getting there last time, but also keeping an eye out for any uh, Goliaths or people trailing us. Well, you remember from last time, especially on a natural twenty. That last time you didn't have problems getting to your house until like the last 500 feet. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that, you're not running into any issues with, with regards to being able to find uh, the, the path there. You know the path there. It, yeah, yeah. it would, of course, be easier if you were just flying above because that's how you normally would do it. But you know the roads to get there. Mm -hmm. You've done this before. 
you do see as you're moving through that you're not seeing people. You're not seeing a lot of Goliaths. You're not seeing a lot of anybody really around here. You're not even seeing birds or things like that that you would normally expect to see. It is just kind of the the entire place is very dull. There's not a lot going on. There seem to be a lot of abandoned carts here. There appear to be previous signs of fighting as you guys kind of continue moving through. You can see where some things have kind of been pushed over, but there are no bodies. There's a lot of blood, there's a lot of viscera, but there are no bodies anywhere. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, I guess Trill's gonna just kind of shout out while we're kind of riding along. Um, is anyone else creeped out by, you know, how empty everything is? It's like a ghost town out here. I mean, everyone can't have left already. They had any sense they would have. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, just physically, they couldn't have got out this fast. And also that that right there, that back where we just passed, that was blood. That was definitely blood on the uh, pavement back there. I mean, I don't don't need to turn around, but just letting everybody on on, on the, uh, you know, demon horse thing that that's what it was. He's a mountain goat. Well, whatever. He creeps me the hell out. Oh, tell him I don't mean any offense. Assuming he can hear me. Uh, understand. When he says, uh, assuming that he can hear me, uh, Crete, you feel. The rest of you don't really notice it very much. But Crete, you've been riding on shale enough. There's a little bit of like a rumble that you're not quite sure if it's a growl or a laugh. Do I understand this? Is uh, he an animal? Uh, it is technically like a magical animal. I don't know if you do magical beasts, but I'll say, yeah, you probably would recognize it as like a, again, kind of somewhere between a, a laugh and a growl. Alright. I think, I think at this point, um, Crete, Crete willing, I'm just curled up in his lap as a cat, so I'm just not doing anything. Oh yeah. That's that's no big deal. Are you like, you know, kneading on his leg, you know? Kind of making biscuits. Oh, that already happened. <laughs> that happened already, and now I'm curled up and like basically asleep. <laughs> so you guys are still riding along and you make it a decent distance. You're you're nearing to where the entry to the market would be, and you see that, that here there is a lot of differences you you are now starting to come into where there are people it appears that there is a a small group of people that have various gashes on their faces some of them have bindings that are you know holding as much of their blood in as they can while they wait for a nearby priest or cleric to be able to come by to heal them you see that they've taken a lot of the carts that are normally used for sale and essentially have formed kind of a wall or a blockade, all of them heading towards the south. 
And as you begin to come up, some of the people recognize your group and one of the tables is kind of moved out of the way so that your party will be allowed to pass. Just to be clear, you keep saying people. Are these non-Goliaths? These are non-Goliaths. Okay. You know, decent folk. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, based on what, what we're seeing, it does it is it reasonable to assume that these people are essentially entrenching themselves in the arena? Uh, as you were starting to look around kind of with your knowledge of fighting and, and some of the, the other combats that you've been involved in in the past, that is very much what this looks like. It looks like there is a small group and as you kind of go in through the gap you see that there's almost a, a skeleton crew that is out here kind of building these walls as big as they can uh on the outside of the the marketplace but then as you get to where the arena is and the moat that surrounds it there is an even larger one that, that is built on the only bridge that goes over into the arena so very much so it looks like the arena is being held as kind of a bastion point as you guys begin to move through here you, Crete, are the one who notices this. Everything around you starts to slow. The people who are moving things, the shouts, shale underneath you, the sound of Trill's wings slows and slows. Until the only thing that is moving at what you perceive to be a normal speed, is you and your own breath. You feel warmth at your hip where that bag of glory sits. Uh, Crete will kind of hold up one of his hands to kind of look at it and make sure that the rest of him has any, like, can continue to move. You, your hand moves up in front of you. There is kind of a cool trailing effect of your hand as you're moving it, but it does seem to move as you want it to. Hmm. That's new. Uh, Cradle reach down and. grab the the bag and sort of hold it in his hand. It, unlike your hand, does not have the trail behind effect. It just seems to be. And it does seem to be... The, the bag itself is old, worn leather. And, you know, the, the tyings that are on it that actually allow you to cinch it are very finely done Goliath stitchings that you would hazard a guess that your uncle may have done himself and if he didn't do it probably somebody in your family probably worked on this at it for him at some point because you know at one point it was just a satchel just a bag 
but as you hold it, and as you behold it now, it looks like a... Uh, there's no other word for it. It looks like a treasure to you. It looks like it has a value to it that cannot be known until it is known. Uh, looking around, creep is... kind of unsettled right now, given that everything is moving at such a slow pace, but except for him. Um, and then recognizing the, the, you know, the origins of the bag and <clears throat> the details within it and uh, creates kind of caught in that moment thinking about the experience that his family is having right now he his mind and his thoughts kind of go back to you know how his uh mother was being used by people for some reason that he doesn't that he doesn't understand that his sisters were targeted in some kind of plot that has something to do with everything with you know all of this uh, chaos that's going in on in the wheel and I am going to give you an option right now great you can choose to roll a constitution saving throw or you can willingly fail it do I get any kind of sense as to what's causing it like where is this feeling coming from uh, it is emanating from the bag. But is it like, understandably, it's not a, it's a foreign experience, but can he understand a little bit more about it? Can he kind of get a sense of what it's like? Uh, if you want to roll me an arcana? Uh, I've not got any. Can I do that one on trained? Uh, at disadvantage. Okay. I think. What's the button? Oh, wait. Why is it not doing my thing? Okay. There we go. I got a natural one. You, the the closest thing that you can think right now is that with a one, that this bag is not even supposed to be magical. So you are, you have no possible way of knowing what it could be trying to do to you. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Then in that case, he probably would would resist it. All right, go ahead and roll a Constitution save. Got a seventeen. Your arms are gone first. The fuck? The first thing that you notice as you are 
staring at the bag still. Your hand all the way up to your elbow. And then you notice your other hand as well seem to be pulled into the bag. And then your forearms and your all the way up to your shoulders. And soon you feel the entire rest of your body kind of pulled apart atom by atom and drawn into the bag. You find yourself reconstituted moments later. And the entire world around you, which, since you received the bag, has looked like a painting. People's faces are in brush strokes. Buildings, lighting, it has all looked to you like you have been staring at paintings for so long. And everything here looks exactly like reality again. Your special eyes are gone. And what you see in front of you is two things. One, your mother, kneeling next to a burning hearth. And two, you see a younger version of yourself standing off in a corner, peeking at what she is doing. And it is in this moment that you realize where you are. This was the first time that you had approached your mother to talk to her about getting your tattoos, which wasn't supposed to happen for about another year, but you felt like you could do it. You deserved it. You have been out there in the community. You have been making sure that your sisters have been staying out of harm. You have been keeping watch for your uncle's returns on his visits to the south. And in this moment, as you're watching all of this, you feel a hand come down on your shoulder. You have been lost for quite a while, Crete. It's your father's voice. <clears throat> uh, is he there? You turn to look and you see him there. It is a spectral outlining, but he's there. What do you mean lost? As you're looking at your father, his image shifts. And now you're looking at Zonk. Again, still spectral. And as you look around to see what else may have changed, you are no longer in that room with your mother staring. You are now a few years later. It's the first time that you entered into an arena match of your own volition. Where you set out to right a wrong that had been done. And the feeling of getting that victory and looking up into the stands to not see your mother there, to not see anyone from the clan there, except your sisters cheering, again, 
hiding so that they're not really seen because they're not supposed to be down here, but they heard that you had a fight going on and they wanted to make sure that they were here. And you see that Zonk, standing there, says, Always fighting. Always trying to find purpose. You can't just wait around for it. <laughs> so you seek a purpose out. To what end? I'm supposed to carry the glory of my people. The image shifts again. And now it's Mistos that's standing in front of you. And this time, when you look around, you see Resic having a hushed conversation at the trading outpost. This is not something that you could remember. This is not something that you saw. You see Resic in hushed conversations with Lorala Morales. And there's someone else there. But you can't make them out in the shadow. Mistos's face looks back at you. You seek purpose. You keep chasing it. You want to carry on our pride. You want to honor those who came before you. But what if they're wrong? If they're wrong, then, then my actions need to make things right. I need to go in the right direction. I need to take my people there. Your people are in chaos. What will you do about this? I don't know. You feel your muscles in your arms get heavy. You feel the armor that you typically wear and you're just almost as if you're you're sinking like under, under the effects of a gravity spell you you can't explain the sinking that you're feeling outside of just an utter loss of your strength your loss of yourself the image changes again and this time, it changes into Trill. And his little wings fluttering. No scent of brownie on the air. 
but he looks at you and he says, you're going to be the champion of the arena, and I'm going to manage you and get you there. You see it changes again, and you see Fio, and she has her back towards you, but she glances over her shoulder with that smile and says, come on, big guy, we got to take these guys out. Changes again into crawl, and you see him quickly summoning up a spectral cat, and then it the image completely fades away, and you are there in a room with nothing but a burning hearth once again. What will you do for them? How will you become better than you are? How will you bring glory to your name, Crete? Stand up for what's right. You snap back on top of shale, but time is still frozen. You see all of the people around you injured, scrambling, people that you have interacted with, people that you have seen on a daily basis who are now defending themselves and their lives from an unchecked aggression from your people that has always been boiling underneath the surface, but not one that you ever expected to come up. And you hear that voice again. What will you do for them? I'll defend them. You feel that gravity well that has been set on you shatter. You feel starting at the base of your feet and going up through your body this tingling sensation of power, raw, unadulterated power, that post-workout high start spreading through your body. I can't wait to see it. You may call me whatever name you wish, but know where I get my strength from. Determination. Yours. The more of it you have, the more of it I can help you. But if you waver, I will not be there to catch you. What, who is that? You once again see the bag appear in your hand. And time begins to tick back up. 
and you're riding along again. You guys talk to talk to your party about anything? Because like li literally, this happened in in a uh, uh, split second on you. <clears throat> no, Kurt's just like, uh, uh, is the bag like in his hand or on his hip? It's it is in your hand now. And anybody else who was paying close attention would have noticed that suddenly you went from kind of riding shale to one hand has the bag in front of you. Uh, Crete just kind of like gives it sort of like a like a squeeze for a second. Uh, it's much warmer than normal, and you hear and feel the little jars inside of it kind of push against one another. Okay, and he'll go ahead and kind of tie it back up to his to his belt. <clears throat> Nice weather we're having today. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I had to paint? You know, if things quiet down at all, maybe. Crawl just does that annoyed cat thing, like he was sleeping and you, like, moved. Okay. But then he goes right back to sleep. Yep, yep. All right, where, where are we going? Uh, we're, we're, we're almost there. I mean, it's not much farther. You guys continue heading along, and now you're kind of moving along what is typically a very packed marketplace area, but it is pretty destitute now. Um, like I said, there's patchworks of little small groups of people who are trying to build whatever barricades that they can, and others who are carrying people and bodies into the kind of main area. As you guys continue riding along, you see some familiar faces as you're kind of going through here. People that you're, you know, you've run into at the town, um, butchers, other of the, for, for you, Crete, as you're kind of riding through other dragonlings and wormlings as you're riding through that you, you have been friends with. Uh, you see Omagod, oh the baker, uh, is kind of shoveling out like rations and food to people as best that he can. And as you guys are, are milling about and you're kind of, you're, you're trying to make your way through, but there's not really a strong direct path with kind of where carts are placed, but you're making your way through. Um, you guys can feel free to, to talk amongst yourselves for a couple of seconds on, on kind of what you're seeing, how it's affecting you guys, that kind of a thing. Crawl is definitely still, like, taking all this in through, like, half-closed eyes, but he's not really willing to talk about it currently. He's just kind of seeing what's happening. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I never really spent a lot of time, you know, like, talking with everyone here. I, that was more of my uh, mother's thing. Um, but it's still weird seeing them like this. Everyone looks so desperate and put out. 
I mean, that's probably the top, at least part of the top five things people would describe themselves right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's quite literally put out, just... I feel quite put out, sir. You, you too? Yes, they took my home. They put you out? They did. They told me I had to leave, but I told them I didn't want to, and then the guy hit me right in the mouth. Are you all right? Uh, missing a few teeth now, sir. Oh, well, um, I hope you find them. Can, can you put them back in? I didn't know that. that's how that worked. Um, not really a cleric, but I'm sure you could find someone who knows healing magic. Right? Uh, great. Yeah. You see this guy run past this, what is clearly like the safety wall and start heading south back towards where his house was when he got punched in the face. Oh god, I hope he doesn't die. No, he's probably fine. I mean... Yeah. I... He's fine. shakes his head. We gotta do something about this. Yeah. About all this? Yeah. I mean, it's hard enough just saving your two sisters. I'm not sure we could save the whole town. The point is, somebody has to try. Yeah. Your hip is warm, buddy. Your hip is very warm. Like a, like a happy warm, not like a burning you warm. I just, it's, this is a really weird feeling. The Kreets just like, doesn't understand this magic stuff. So he's just like, Riding, riding with it. He just doesn't understand it. <laughs> I push it out of the mind. Yeah. Like, nope, not dealing with that right now. You guys continue moving through, and as you get a little bit further through, Drill, you start to feel those gloves that you're wearing right now, those gauntlets, start to just not sit quite right on your hands and so you start adjusting them and trying to like you know take them off shake your hand out put them back on and as you're doing that uh you remember you're 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 reminded because you're as you're taking them off and putting them back on you see that sigil that imprint that is normally in your mind associated with barbely alchemy stamped kind of on the bottom inside of these gloves. Ugh. Yeah, that seems appropriate. Wearing these gauntlets. Yeah, Dad, there's your, there's your sigil right there. And once you know it, they just don't quite fit right. It makes sense. Look, my fingers are cramping up. Well, if your fingers are cramping up, just set everything down and relax for a little bit, bud. I can't. I mean, we'll have to get back to the. Wait. Uh, 
I'm gonna kind of turn to Crete. Like, hey, did you guys just hear someone? Do we have like a? You turn to away? look at Crete, and there is no one there. You turn back around to look, and you start looking in every direction, and you are still in the market, but there is no living being anywhere nearby. Shit, I fell off. I was going to start shouting, Crete! Uh, turn it back around, I think I... I think I got, a. Uh, I think I got lost. I don't know which oh. way to go. You're not lost, bud. We're not too far from home right now. It's okay. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, they don't know where it is, and I... Okay, who... <sighs> okay, um... Person? Uh, where, where are they, then? Oh, your friends? Yeah. They're right next to you. Um... Okay, so that's a lie. I, I, I uh, don't see them. Oh, no, this is... Well, not right now, of course. Well, <laughs> I mean, if they're not right next to me, then they're not... Ne what do you mean, not right now? Time is a very important thing when you're saying where something is. Because where something remember, is... Do <clears throat> you remember as a child when your mother and I first gave you that puzzle where you got to take that cat and you put it inside the box and then you also took that charm and put it inside the box and you closed the box and you had to figure out whether or not the cat was alive or undead because the charm had turned it? Yeah. Vaguely. I mean, how do you know about that? I know everything about you, son. Son? I mean, what the heck? Oh, God, I must have lost my mind. Wait, did I get bit by one of those spiders? Oh, shit, this might be a side effect. Um, crap, how do I test for this? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Why do you sound like my dad? <laughs> well, because I am your dad. Well, you know, part of him. Yeah, you're doing that freaking folksy voice he always used to do. He's trying to tell me something important. Hey, now, just because <sighs> I grew up down on a farm where we had to learn how to make those alchemical things all by ourselves does not mean that I have a folksy tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, to, to make some of these more powerful items that I spent some time making, it takes a little bit of infusion of the self to quite get things right. I, uh, I honestly don't even know if you know about this whole part of my life or not. I, I did this when you were still, uh, I was making these the day after you were born, actually. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, uh, uh, also while Trill's talking, he's kind of pacing around as if he's trying to keep the voice busy while he's looking to see if he can find where Shale is. Um, at the same time. Can I still walk? Yeah, you can yeah. move around. Alright, can I fly, actually? That's another question. You, you can. Alright, he's gonna kind of fly up a little bit and start peering down the different alleyways while he's talking. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember all about that, about, um, you know, putting yourself really in your work. I mean, it, heard it turned out great for you. You know, your work really decided to put itself right back in you, didn't it? Well, you know, sometimes when you're trying to do something right, there's some pretty big risks, and it's kind of scary. 
What, like dying? Leaving forever? Being possessed? I Stuff like that? I'm not a big part of me, but I don't think I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah, maybe... Yeah, maybe... Might as well be, though, right? I mean, not here. My friends aren't here either, so... Congrats, those are gone too now. That's... Um... Do you think things just go away when you can't see them? I mean... If you can't see inside the box, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, I know you were disappointed when I said that, but... Yeah, if you can't see inside the box, it doesn't matter if it's alive or dead, right? It doesn't exist anymore. Have you been using those gloves I gave you? Yes. Have you known what's inside of them when you reached? Well, no. I mean, it just kind of gives me what I... But you've known that it was there. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm I'm not, like, you know, incompetent. I, I know how to mix things and make things with things. Turn things to other... Thing. God, even when I start talking about it, I sound like a freaking idiot. Just, urgh, I don't usually sound like this. Just you're you're putting me I'm, on the spot. Just because I'm not there with you right now doesn't mean that I'm not there. Okay, that actually does sound exactly like something you would say. All right, all right. So maybe this is you, someone like you, or a part of you. So, Mr. Smart, not my father totally glove um first of all where are my actually where 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 physically temporarily now are my friends and two uh, what are those those barrels that they were using to drain Crete's mother what, what the hell are those things huh well uh as for your friends like i said they're right next to you we're utilizing a special ability that I figured out how to work into some of the more powerful items that I was creating. Utilizing some ancient magic I was shown. Uh, I assume that you know Merrick Drogon? Yes. So, he and I worked together for quite a long time. And... He explained to me a lot of the inner workings of magic that I just could not fathom. It's Magic is a lot like science when you really break it down. And so the business part of my days, I would spend working with him. And working on some pretty big stuff to make sure that everybody was safe. And then in my off hours, my hobby time, that's when I did the alchemy shop. That was when I got to be with the people I loved and do those things that I loved. And I wasn't really good at it. I definitely have more of a knack for creating objects than I do for whipping up a potion. But I was so proud when I first saw you do yours and I just... It really brought a tear to my eye. And, you know, my my father also did potions. And just because I'm not like you guys, it, it's, uh, that was okay. But, uh, yeah, so I, I ended up falling in. I ended up falling in with uh, Merrick and working on quite a few things. And those mana batteries that uh, I was 
watching when you were in that room and kind of, uh, that's why I know some things. If I'm exposed to it, I, I know about it, but everything else when I this item was created is kind of where I'm cut off to. I'm not exactly privy to current me, but I made prototypes of those mana batteries quite a while ago because we were trying to trying to appease a gentleman who went by the name of Mistos. Mistos? Yeah, Mistos. You see, he he understands the greater workings of the, the precincts, if you understand. Uh, I don't know if you actually do understand. Uh, do you know what Merrick is? I have suspicions that he uh, is definitely not a normal human. At this point, Trill's going to kind of, you know, land back on the ground and just kind of sits, you know. You know, he's a... Uh, is it a dragon? Right? He is, but yeah. not quite... Not quite the same as what you read in your storybooks, if you catch my meaning. So what, he's some kind of dragon that's not listed in the books? Yeah, you got it. I knew you were my boy. Mm -hmm. He, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with chromatic dragons and gem dragons and all that good stuff. Uh, Merrick and his kin, they are, let's call them emotional dragons. You never seem that emotional. Well... <laughs> Uh, I think that you'll notice that everybody's always pretty happy around him, and even the worst of knights can turn pretty good at the dragon's flagon. Oh, yeah, but that's the alcohol. That's not magic. Uh, good old Merrick is a hope dragon. He emanates the stuff and uh, inspires it in others. Hmm. That explains that cheese board. There's no way that was ever going to get off the ground. Kind of lingers. Yeah, he, uh, it's definitely a terrifying thing because as good as it can be, it can be dangerous too. Much like the things that they keep under wraps. If you know what I mean, I'm really asking, do you know what I mean? Assuming you're talking about the Nessicent? Yes, okay. Uh, okay, so you do know quite a bit. I am very concerned that you know quite a bit. Well, you know, I kind of have to figure these things out on my own. But I'm sure you know that part, maybe at least. Mm, Are you privy no. to that information? Am I not... Am I not there? No, oh, you left. I mean, I see. Thought you died, but um, you know, it's you just didn't come home one day, yeah, or the day after, or the day after, and then Eric came and told us that you had uh, died in an arena battle or something. At least I think it was Merrick. I wasn't really 
I was in my room listening. Well, why the hell would he choose an arena battle out of all things? You know what? That's that How is else neither are you here die? nor there. And I, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't know, and I hope that you know. I would never mean to hurt you or your mama. Yeah. I mean, but that's what happens, right? You go out and you try to fix things, you try to change the world, and, you know, the only way to change the world is to leave yours behind, right? Because you you stay in that world, you never really go anywhere, you just, you just stagnate. Yeah. And, uh, I always yeah. said that the, uh, <laughs> actually, I told your mother this last night, well, you know, quite a while ago, I guess, but. I've invented quite a few things in this world, kiddo. You are the best step forward. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, here. Uh, a lot less useful than your other inventions. Just got to make sure you use an invention for the right purpose. <laughs> if you try and use a... Uh, magic missile launcher to send a firebolt at somebody, you're not going to do too hot, are you? Now, Not going to do too hot? You're telling jokes? You're a remnant <laughs> of my dad and you're still telling puns? Are you kidding me? I'm never going to stop telling you dad joke, kids. <sighs> now, listen. You having this is a good and a bad sign. I left these for you. Uh, as a way to make sure you would be protected if I was gone. And I kind of assumed that I was gone, but I wasn't quite sure how when you first got here. But, I made these to work with you, to work with your skills. And I made them as a failsafe. Anyone or anything that comes into contact, including Merrick or the Nessessence, with the jails that I have made for them, that is not wearing these gloves, will be evaporated. Wait, one more time? You are the only being in creation that has the ability to open and close the jail of the Nessessence. Um. Uh, I mean, uh, is it too uh, late to get these in like a larger size? I'm not really like the uh, kick down the door, fling open the jail, or slam it closed, hold the door kind of uh, I'm, you, you do realize that I'm still a fairy like you are, right? Like, uh, I'm, you you want me to... Wait, why? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay, so I, I can touch the jails. Assuming they're physical jails somewhere. Um, oh, they are. Yeah. Uh, how, how do we... They're actually all in one location. What? All of the jails are together in one... I I am going to guess from your reaction that you've only ever traveled to a jail from a location where the Hope Dragon was. 
well, I mean, wait, when you say jail, are you referring to like the well underneath the dragon's flagon? Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, but that was the only one there. There wasn't any other jail there. Oh, that's because you were only in the one part, kiddo. But like, there was, uh, all four of them were in close proximity to where you were. That's why we couldn't find his basement. It's like his office, it moved. It's in yeah. a different location now. Yeah. So we have to find Merrick. He knows where they are. Oh, but how do how do how do how do we put the how do we put the nascents back in the nescents back in the j- 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 jails? If you're putting them all back, I am assuming that they managed to somehow obtain avatars. Yeah. Okay. You are going to need to get those avatars to the jail. They don't need to go in it, but they need to be near it. And then you'll be able to slam those cells shut and put the Nessessence cores back inside their husks. What if they don't want to go to the jail? Then you will have to figure out a way to overpower them and make them go. And uh, I've seen your friends. With a little bit of work, I think y'all can do it. Um... Uh, that, no, I'm not going to call you that. Glove. Um, what happens to the person, the avatar, when you uh, sealed away? Uh, you want the dad answer or the science answer? I think the science answer is what I need right now. I don't think that we have ever seen what will happen at that point. There is some conjecture. There has been some discussion, mostly between myself and Alistair. Well, multiple Alistairs. There's so many of that, dude. What? Oh, yeah. One one of the Nessicents, or well, one of the Guardians, uh, Alistair Libane. He's one of the other dragons, and he's strength based. Uh, he's a strength dragon, like inner strength. And uh, he he really likes the simulacrum spell, and so there are just a whole bunch of him running around. Huh. Kind of a um, red red dragonborn kind of looking when he's trying to hide. Um, him and his flock always wear these like head to toe hoods, like they're hiding out amongst all these people, and they just stick out like sore thumbs. I think I might have met him actually. Oh, well, that's interesting. Huh. Okay, yeah, that's all really, that's, well, that's something. I mean, at least we kind of know what we have to do then. Um, it's just a matter of figuring out how to do it. Uh, listen, you're not far from home. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's no place like home, kiddo. You, uh, you remember on your fourth birthday when we were working on that little gizmo down in the, uh, basement of the shop? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I took some of the parts for that and I built something new. When you guys get there, maybe you should check it out. Okay, I will. 
I will always be here for you, kiddo. Before you go. Um, I was too scared to open the box. Was the cat alive or is it dead? Well, of course, you know, there's only one simple answer to this. The cat was, and you snap back into normal. You see that you're about a foot further back than where you were before. For the rest of you, it just looks like he kind of got dazed for a second, staring off into space. That doesn't seem unusual. Uh, Trill just kind of you know, grabs at the gauntlet and just kind of keeps flexing his fingers a little bit. He's still not really looking as, at anything. As you go to grab them, your complaint before of them not fitting right is gone. As now, they feel like they fit you like, like a glove. <laughs> a second set of skin on top of your own. Um, I'll give the left behind. I I won't. I won't. Um, I'm glad you guys are here. Just saying. Feelings mutual. Yeah. That's that's good. Like you guys wouldn't just like leave me or anything, would you? Like if something happened. I would never leave you, Trill. Yeah. Assuming something doesn't happen. Or it does happen. You guys continue riding along, and to make it through this next little portion, Shale needs to do a bit of a jump over, and Crete and Fio, the two of you see it, you prepare yourselves for it, but Catman, who is asleep, does not see it coming and gets tossed from Shale. And lands on his feet on a, on the ground nearby in a sl- small mud puddle. Oh, oh, can I try the reaction just to dig my claws into Crete's leg? Yeah. Uh, let's just let's say it's a, a deck save. Non-natural 20. Alright. Yeah, you totally can dig your claws in if you want. Yep, yep. Alright, uh, roll the d4. How much was it? It is two. Two damage. As you get cat clawed on the inside of your leg. 
is is that gonna does the fates cause that to bypass my reduction? No, if you if you have reduction, you don't you don't take any at all. Okay. You just get you get cat scratched, but your your just skin is so thick. You don't really notice it, but you do land down in the mud. Great, we'll just use like one hand to kind of help uh, crawl, recenter himself, or something like that. Do, do am I muddy? Yes, you you were the one okay. who landed in the mud. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I switch back and uh, just start like cleaning off myself. All right, where is the splinter when you do this? Your staff in my hand. All right, like it's it's always a walking staff to me, effectively. Gotcha. Uh, as you are kind of de-muddifying yourself and you kind of are flicking the last of it off. You go to use it as that walking staff and as you kind of start to move forward it thuds against the ground and it gives you again that metallic reverberation that you got when you hit the sign previously outside of the Frontiersman building. Oh. Looking to speak again, are we? I'm... I'm so lost. You're a staff. I was once part of a mighty tree. Now you have to uh, branch out, become your own tree. You, you're one of, you're one of the people who lives at the base of me. Do I remember living at the base of a huge tree? No. Okay. Uh... I don't think so. Many, many of you. I can show you. Okay. When you consent, when you give that okay, the true, the, the, splinter of a tree that is in your hand starts to grow and quickly you are no longer able to grasp it as it grows and grows and grows and you see the arena nearby you suddenly get crushed and pushed away and the nearby marketplace area everything is getting destroyed by this tree as it grows and grows and it pushes you back and you are against the edge of that grain 
and it pushes you through buildings, through fields, all the way to the edge of your precinct walls, and then it smashes you between them and the tree as it continues to grow, and the walls crack and shudder underneath the growing weight of this tree, and it grows, and the walls themselves burst. And then you feel it for the first time. You feel the sunlight piercing through leaves miles above you, coming down and hitting your face. It's that dream again, the same dream you had the other night, where you see villages of changelings, two parents, two children, Alexa decided she wanted to pop up right there. <laughs> uh, you see that there are two parents and two children in each of these households. There appear to be large campfires that have several tents kind of built up around them. That there are a lot of these different people that are dancing and changing forms into various forms as they're going through the dances. This is the most of your kind you have ever seen in one place and in every direction that you look around the base of this tree that is all you can see and then you see where there are a few small beaten roads for travel that go out towards some kingdoms to the south and you see that this tree itself is bigger than nine or ten precincts put together at the base. It is just an absolutely massive world tree. Mentally think of it kind of Yggdrasil-ish. Mm -hmm. And you see that all of these people and this tree, and you feel this kind of symbiotic nature between the two. And then you see a blue light appear in the sky. And then in the distance, you see walls starting to be built up. Encroaching in slowly. You see people coming from the north. Your people initially seem to try and trade with them, just like they do with the people who already lived to the south. And over time, you can see that there are more and more people in the north. And those walls keep getting closer. Large forests of trees that you see to the north of you are getting cleared out so that new walls can be built up. And eventually, groups of those people from the north start coming down not to trade, but to attack. To clear your people out. You see as they're all driven south into the southern kingdoms toward El Ashad and away from this homeland. And after a while, as you travel further from the tree, it doesn't change in size no matter how far you seem to travel from it. And then you see it crack, shatter, and fall. I don't remember anything else. 
I I don't remember this at all. I have to assume that what you see now, though, like I'll look around and we see walls in the distance and stuff. I assume. Mm-hmm. But this is what became of where you used to be. Uh, I am from further south, I think. And you think about it for a moment and you kind of like start putting together pieces of your journey in your head. That tree was where the Grand Arena is now. Samson. Oh. Think that they may have used you as like a source of power or something. My roots spread deep into this world. That is where the center of this new society exists. Would you take me there? I can't promise that it's going to be right this second, but yes, I will strive to bring you to that location. I would very much like to go home. Okay. Are you okay? Not really. I'm going to look and see what's going on with my friends at this point. Uh, since the reverberation has hit, you are still kind of in it. It has not ended yet. Okay. Um, I'm not doing too great. There's a lot of death and destruction and pain and suffering all throughout this world, and I wish it would stop. Would you like me to make you forget about it? No. Oh. Well, then why is there such... Then I'll why just... is there such a large hole in your memory? What? There's a very large hole in your memory. Well, I don't know where that came from. Can you remove that hole? Fill it back in? I can try if you would like. Uh... Sure. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. You feel that reverberation move into your body and through your bones. You feel synapses in your brain firing up. Images start flooding in. Two parents, two children. Two parents, two children. You were the only child. You... You weren't the only child. You... You had an elder sibling. How did you... How did you forget you had an elder sibling? You... He's the one who taught you how to talk to animals. He's the one who 
showed you everything. He's he's the one who helped you survive in the south. He's the one who went north first. He's the one who sent back the missive telling you how to meet with the Dimmer Guild to get into the precincts to be safe from the people of Elishad and their raids. He was the one who helped you figure out your first identity after you got here. But then you don't ever remember seeing him again. It was just like one day he was gone and you didn't have any memory of him at all. And now it is all flooding back to you. You're remembering your brother. And his name was Zill. I am just trying to think through all my memories at this point. Just trying to, like, figure out what I missed. Like, I would just be overwhelmed with that at the moment. Yeah, nothing you you realize, like, as you're trying to, to work your way through this on that 17, nothing from when you first came and, and, like, when your first transfer happened. That was the last time that you have any of these gaps that get filled in where you and he met. After that, you just think and you're just like, I never thought of him after that. Not once. How did he go from that to becoming one of the vessels of these necessities? I couldn't tell you that. I can just try and help fix you like you're trying to help fix me. Well, I, I appreciate what you've done so far. These memories are clearly part of who I am, and I need to figure out what they mean and try to recall everything. If there's anything I can do to assist you, you can always call on me. Do you have a name? Your people once called me... What was it? Ah, yes. Yeah, very long for the common tongue, I suppose. Naya will do. Well, Naya, thank you. And I will endeavor to get you back to your home as well. The reverberation fades, and you see below you that your stick had hit on what looks to be a small broken plank that looks like it had been fashioned kind of onto a wagon as like a makeshift piece to, to fill in a gap. But when you look at the two, both the plank itself and your, your staff look like they're made of the same wood. How big is this plank? About two feet long and about four inches wide. Can I pick it up? Yep, definitely. All right, pick it up. All right. I'm now carrying staff in one hand, plank in the other. 
slowly collect as much of this wood as I find. Uh, there is no other pieces when you look around that match. It was clearly like at some point, like somebody's foot broke through a wagon and they gra just grabbed a nearby piece of wood and just like had secured it. All right. So you just get the one, but you do now have an another plank from the tree of Nardil. Got it. If you're still muddy, I'm going to do a prestidigia on you. It was as he had finished demuddying himself, but yeah, you could have been like helping with that. Oh, thanks, Smile. No problem. I uh, need to think some more. Okay. Sorry for the fall. Yeah, that was not ideal. Um, is what it is. I'm going to turn back into a cat, hop back up on Kareep, but this time, like, climb up his body and, like, drape myself along over the back of his neck like cats sometimes do. And that's where I'm sleeping then. <laughs> Where'd your planks go? All of my stuff, like, when I transform all of my equipment and stuff, just gets merged into my animal form. Ooh. Druids are cool like that. Uh, so you just say that you need to think. You guys continue riding along. Uh, you guys get all the way through the marketplace. You uh, leave from there and kind of head a little bit more uh, up into the uh, Westies area itself, which is where the, the place is located. Uh, actually... Was it Westies or Upples that we said that it was? Anyway, you get to the to the place where, it, as it's, as you're getting to the location where it is, um, you start to hit the edges of that spell you ran into before, Trill. Where like you guys have now walked around the same corner twice. All right, all right. I think I know what's going on. We're here. Um, okay, uh, just do. A exactly what I do. Just uh, let me give directions here. Um, I, should I just do like a uh, wisdom check to try and figure out if I can find the way to the house or? Yep. All right. Since I've done uh, this before, do I have advantage or? Um... You, you do not, but you do just get to try and make this check instead of me doing bad things to you. <laughs> All right. Um, what is it? A wisdom? Uh, what is it? A intelligence check? Wisdom check? Arcana? I will let you decide which of those checks you want to use as long as you describe to me how you're using it. All right. Well, it is magic, so Trill is kind of trying to, uh, I guess, suss out or sense the uh, magic that he is picking up. Actually, um... Wait, is it a check or a save? Check. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. He's kind of trying to, you know, sense where the magic's coming from because if the magic's permeating, then the source of the magic is going to be where the house is. Okay. So, yeah. Shit, that's gonna be an eight. All right, you guys see Trill fly off, and he starts shouting directions back to you guys. Uh, who's following him? Uh. Crete, I guess, just follows. 
Unchill, because I mean that's the only yeah, way I'm right. following. So, so all of you guys follow, uh, and very quickly you find yourself separated from Trill. Uh, the rest of you, all riding Shale, kind of end up back where you kind of started, uh, and then a few, like thirty seconds later, you see Trill come out of like a side alley, like two alleys down from you. I freaking hate this spell. Do we, um, I mean, what's still? Are we, are we heading, are we, vis- are we visiting your mom or are we going to go back up at the bakery? Well, we, we can go to the bakery. My dad's workshop is below the, you know, well, okay. Well, we kind of rented out the front of the workshop, but you know, the back room was still kind of locked up. Um, they're both pretty secure. Uh, shoot. His okay. his house is on top of the bakery, which is on top of the workshop in the basement. Mm-hmm. No problem. If you think that's better, we can go there. I was just checking. Yeah, the problem is, oh. we're... yeah. Excuse me. So Crate will get down from shale and kind of grab Fio and put her on the ground, and be like, I think it's probably best we give him a break. Uh, shale, uh, if you could, just um. Uh, He'll point to a spot kind of a little, you know, kind of a little out of the way, but where it doesn't look super suspicious or suddenly a big rock and be like, can you um, hang out here and then um, let me know if anything suspicious comes by? Does it get tired? I mean, not getting tired and get you know giving getting a break aren't exactly the same thing it's just because you don't get tired doesn't necessarily mean you want to be constantly working right i suppose also i don't think shale can get into the house or at least i wouldn't want to take shale into uh, the house and he kind of looks over at Trill. um yeah, I mean, probably not, I'd imagine. Um, okay, let me try this again. Hold on. Uh, just follow right behind me. Maybe you guys could give me like a rope or something. Or maybe, Fio, you want to give it a shot. You're probably as good at this as I am. Well, what are we doing? Well, okay, so my house is above the bakery and the workshop. Okay. Because we're trying to get to the house and the workshop, it's going to keep doing this kind of rigmarole where it sends us around the block over and over again um so you're so saying this spell you're saying yeah oh okay hmm. i mean i guess if you're just trying to get to the bakery i think we could do that but we won't be able to get to the house or the workshop well it sounds like you need to go to the workshop or something right yeah so fire is just going to like pause and just stroke her lips and just almost like she's just picking out a thread of magic and just following it along to kind of find the source of it and she rolls a 23 uh are you hopping off of shale and following this thread or are you just doing it from like the back of shale well he 
already put me on the ground. So. Okay, so you're so you're so, <laughs> so you're doing I'm your own. Okay, <laughs> so you guys watch Fio all of a sudden meander off, and it looks like she heads down a complete wrong alley from what Trill was saying that you guys should go down. Uh, and you Big see follows. that as she starts walking down, she walks down, turns a corner, turns another corner real quick, and you lose sight of her. Shoot. Ugh, damn it. Great trying um. to find her. <laughs> All right. Uh, while you're trying to find her, you're following the thread along. You're following it. It's almost like it's glowing translucently in the air as you follow it, like a little neon red line that you're following in the air. And you end up at the front door of what looks to be the... Uh, there's three signs down here because it looks like there's three different businesses that rent out the front. Uh, one of them is a bakery. That's the one that's kind of in the middle. And then it looks like there's also like a small wood carver shop. And then there's also a small cart repair shop that are both kind of on opposite sides of the bakery. You can see that there's a house up on the, the next level that has a door that just comes out. There's not even like stairs that go up to this door. Uh, and then it looks like there are a couple of windows on the side along the bottom that you can see that there's some kind of like basement that's there too. Okay, so Fire's gonna look at me and be like, hmm, there's stairs. Must be a fairy house. You and do see gonna... you can walk right up to the bakery though. Okay, perfect. She's gonna turn around and be like, yo, it's over here. You turn around and there, there is go. no one there. She's gonna shake her head. Of they got lost. Meanwhile, Churl's a seven again as he does another loop around the block. They've like tied a rope to you. You've flown yep. through one way, come out somewhere else that's like, there is no way 50 feet of rope should be able to reach there. Uh, God, I swear I've done this a thousand times. Just, uh, it's, um, you know, it's kind of tricky every single time. It's, um, it's very, very strong enchantment. Have you guys seen Fio? Uh, as you guys continue trying to work your way through and follow uh, Fio, you are standing in front of the bakery. Yes. Do you have what? Are you, what are you thinking right now? What, what's going on in Fio's head as she's waiting for her party? She's just kind of thinking, like typical, getting lost. Should I go back for them? Mm. And she might like yell out once to see if like they can they can hear her at least. No one is going to come for you. She's gonna get like that kind of like sinking feeling in her gut. But this is kind of like a thought she's had before, so it's not completely unfamiliar. They've abandoned you. They didn't follow you when you knew where to go. You don't need them. You don't need anyone. 
She's nodding her head in agreement. You feel your neck get icy cold. All around where that necklace rests on you. You mustn't listen to her. Is this and who is that? <laughs> I am an enchantress, much like yourself, Miss Fio. That is a creepy little beast who's trying to harbor some space in your head. Was, was, was that who was talking to me in the inn? She's been talking to you for quite some time now, at least as long as I've been with you. Hmm. Curious. You mustn't trust her. She's Trixie. Well, you know, when someone offers you all the power you could ever want, you know there are definitely strings attached. I honestly don't think she has any strings. I think that she just more relies on the fact that anyone with that kind of power will destroy themselves. But we, those like you and I, dear, enchanters, understand the way of manipulating things to our favor. That's exactly what I was going to say. You're quite a smart one. I was quite pleased when you ended up with me. Quite curious that I ended up with you. Not curious at all, dear. I uh, <laughs> still have a little bit of my power, wouldn't you know? Some dumb brute of a Goliath ended up collecting me, keeping me in some chest for quite some time. But eventually, his mind weakened to a point where I could convince him to give us away to somebody who could make better use of us. Sounds rather clever. Uh, I've been called many things. Clever is definitely one of them, darling. So you're my necklace. I am your necklace, I suppose. I am all that remains of a once powerful enchantress. Hmm. You may call me Dahlia. 
Dahlia. That's a rather pretty name. It was the name I took for myself after I finished my mage school, as was custom during my time. It might be um, insensitive of me to ask, but um, curiosity is getting me. How did you actually fall and whatever remained of your essence become a necklace? Ah, that is quite a long story. Suffice it to say, um, I believe that you are aware of how people come to be in this world, yes? Mm, mostly, yes. It's your world is being killed, these things pop up out of nowhere saying they're going to save you, they bring you here, yada yada. Mm -hmm. I, along with my husband, were part of the first groups that came here. We were mm. in the... Original precinct, as we called it. And after coming here, we, we learned that we were not the first people here. And those guardians, they called themselves, seemed to have no regard for any of the life that was here on this planet, only wishing to use it for the function they deemed to use it for. And I could not see how that was any different of a calamity or a destruction for those people than it was for us. And I did not want to be a part of it. So I tried to stop them, and it did not go well, and I lost my husband, and I lost my son. I'm sorry. And in my last tears, I tried to curse them, and this item ended up being the creation of that. Hmm. And so you tried to curse all the Guardians in one go. Oh, sweetie, I tried to curse everyone. Oh. But yes, mainly the Guardians, but anyone who was working with them, anybody who stood with them was as, mm. as hundreds of my friends were slaughtered. Mm. And, you know, Enchanters, we're, we're very mighty, but when it comes to actual combat, um, we're not as strong as some of the other classes. Mm-hmm. When you say everyone that was working with the Guardians, would this also include 
certain very powerful beings that may be called Merrick Logan. Uh, so as it happens, <laughs> Merrick and the Nessessence and all of that actually came after my time. Um, oh. It seems that, well, the collection of so many people in one place, the burgeoning civilization, much like worlds have various elemental beings, wind, fire, earth, there are also things that come into be as a result of civilization. Decay, greed, among others. And they themselves have beings tied to them, which, with so many people nearby, grow quite powerful. Hmm. And are usually used as a way to keep civilization in check and not let it grow too big. And it seems that as I was worried about previously, they tried to even bind those things to try and control everything so that they can complete their plan, which will end in the destruction of all of us anyway. How do you know that? Because they told us what their plan was when they brought us. Do you not know the... Have the reasons for the precincts been lost? Wait, what do you know? Because... Hmm. I feel like from what I was told, this was kind of like a... holding pattern until... other worlds were built and then we could move on there you are an enchanter yes my friend yes and when you cast a spell typically you need reagents mm -hmm. we are the reagents for their spell wow okay they are seeking to create multiverses and to do that, they need a massive collection of mana and life energy. They have been working on this, and they will be working on this for many thousands of years still until it is completed. But they gather the remnants of, from worlds that are on the edge of destruction and bring them here in an effort to jumpstart new universes. That universes that none mm. of us will see. Hmm. Just grabbing onto that thread of you talking about manner and batteries and you were with me when we we're in the the inn and you saw that rather grisly situation with Crete's mother and I did is that the kind of thing that you're talking about or that's that, on a much smaller scale that is the same thing on a much smaller scale 
you see a purpose of the rule that there is to be no fighting outside of the arenas. That is all a part of what this plan is. If you want to fight, you have to fight there. If you fight there, you have to use magic there. If you have to use magic there, there's residual energy that they then collect and fuel this spell that they do. Hmm. Fire is starting to feel kind of nauseous right now. So you can see my conundrum. Yes. That thing in your head, that is one of those creations of civilization. However, mm -hmm. you're quite lucky because it looks like it's only a, like a scratch, a flesh wound. If the thing could truly enter you, we would not be speaking. Hmm. This seems, I'm just going to be honest with you, way above my pay grade. I mean, let's be honest. Most things are above your pay grade at this point because you've run away most of the time when you've needed to step up. Uh, okay. Sometimes you need to move on. There's moving on and there's running away like a scared little girl who's afraid that her brother's going to go rat to her mummy again. Well then. He often did. You can't even stand up to a necklace that talks down to you. What have you become? Where's the girl who wanted to go in and volunteered to go fight in an arena battle? Where's the girl who came up with such amazing ideas as the cheese board? Who is this waif of a girl I see in front of me now? I thought you were an enchanter, not the enchanted. I was pretty speechless right now. <laughs> oh, what? Evil dark thing in your shoulder got your tongue. Have you even... Have you even noticed what has been around you? When... What do you mean? You are a wizard, darling. You understand magic in ways that few others do. And yet when you're around dragons and avatars 
and beings of great power, they all seem to slip right under your nose. You couldn't even tell that your father had been taken over. Fine. Yes. And so well, what are you saying I should do about it? Well, clearly you need the advice of a mentor. Perhaps I could be Rupert's grand mentor. I'll teach you all my secrets, darling. But only See, I if you are... Catch. Well, you know what I am created to do. And seeing as you're no longer under their power, I figured now is a wonderful time to talk. You mean the thing from the well? I mean the fact that you are now considered an exile, darling. Oh. Yeah. No longer to have them watch you at every moment, free to live your life. It actually does sound kind of nice. So, what'll it be? Shall I help you? Will you listen to me? Shall we work together? I think so. Good. For starters, there's only enough room in your mind for the two of us, so I'm going to get rid of that one. It's probably for the best. Don't listen to her. She spins lies. Shall I finish removing her? Yes. You feel a wrench in the center of your stomach. And you nearly double over. Almost as if you feel like you've been gut-punched out of nowhere. And from your eyes, and from your nose, and your mouth, a black ichor starts seeping out. You start coughing it out. And it takes about 20 seconds to get it all coughed out to the point where you can breathe again. And as you start to catch your breath, you catch Trill, followed by Crete and Crawl, meander down a 
long alleyway nearby toward you. See, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, it's about time. <clears throat> Sorry. The key is to walk confidently. Well, that's... Yes, sure, that's... Yeah, that, that's how we did it. Next time, follow more closely. Uh, you see Trill, because you were the one who really experienced this. Um, since the incident at the, the Dragon's Flagon, all of the shadows kind of that you can see visible in Fio's body, like near where her, her fire, interior fire burning is at being a Genasi, have been really dark, almost ember-like. And now that is gone. She once again, for the first time since you found her passed out at the ba- in the basement of the Dragon's Flagon, looks like her normal, non-tainted, non-darker self. When you say the basement at the Dragon's Flagon, do you mean when we first met her, or...? Yep, when you first met, met her, and before, because you, you met her, and then, like, less than 20 minutes later, that thing right. touched her, and it dimmed the light inside of her. So mm-hmm. since then, you have not seen her this bright. So, would you say Fio had a glow up? Fio has had a glow up. <laughs> Minus all of like the ichor that is like draining from the bottom of her nose and like at the corners of her eyeballs and like piled up at her feet. Wait, what? Black ichor. It's coming out of her nose and eyes? Yep. I, I switch back to crawl from I'm like, are you okay? I'm great. With all yeah. that drinking, it had to get out of her somehow. Exactly. I, I don't think that's alcohol, Crete. Yeah, that's not alcohol. What kind of alcohol are you drinking, Crete? Uh, the good stuff, of course. No, but file. Shall you're, we? You're, uh, we? Not like that. Look at your look at your nose. Your eyes. I'm good. Oh, God, your shoes. Oh, hmm. digitation. She looks fine. Cleans it all up real quick. See? Spick and span. Now. Shall we? Okay, I mean, you look good, so... Well, thank you. Well, I mean, just, you know, better than... Well, never mind. All right, um... Okay, uh... Let's check the bakery first. I'm gonna fly over to the bakery first, see if it's actually empty. Appears to be. All right. Uh, is the door locked? Uh, you fly up to the door. The door does not appear to be locked. All right. I'm going to open it and kind of push it open. All right. Inside, All right. you see where you expect to see like lots of baked goods waiting, yada, yada, yada. All of it is empty. It just looks like, like the inside of this bakery is empty. They left all of like the shelving in place, that kind of stuff. The stove is still there, but like anything that is small and portable is all gone. All right. All right. Yeah, see? Hey, look at this. Huh? I'm not going to steer you guys wrong. This is perfect. Uh, if you guys want to go in and make yourself cozy, I'm going to go uh, is your check mom upstairs. Um, yeah, I mean, probably upstairs. I'm not sure if you guys can get up there, though. I just mean, this place looks looted. I want to make sure your mom's okay. Oh, no, no, no. This is an art. This wasn't our store. This was uh, we were renting this out. The uh, bakers, they had to, you know, leave for obvious reasons. They were nice, though. 
I did kind of like the smell of fresh baked bread in the morning. So, um, quick question. Hmm? That spell, will that work on anyone who's around this area? Or just if someone's specifically trying to get to here? Um, well, I didn't set it up. You got a 23 on your arcana to follow (laughs) that thing. You know that that is actively affecting anyone who is within a certain radius of this building. Beautiful. I mean, Basically, I think... just wanting to make sure the perimeter oh. is. Mm-mm. I think we're yeah. good. It, w- yeah. it will take somebody t- intentionally trying to get here, and it will probably still take them a bit. Got it. Kill. Yeah, it's kind of a last resort, I think. Uh... You know, protect the house kind of thing. And I think my dad installed it back when we, you know, had the whole storefront for our alchemy goods. Well, it's pretty handy. Pretty potent. Um, Just in case, you, you yeah. go chat with your mom. Um, I'm going to put a alarm on this door, just in case. Oh, okay, that's perfect. Good. Um, I'll, I'll go get, uh, obviously, some maybe... I don't know, what do you guys need? Pillows? Blankets? Do you uh, tea? open the door to put the alarm on it? Well, I already That's opened the door, right? Oh, well, you guys are are inside. I'm assuming yeah. To yeah. Go, you're going back to the door. I'm assuming somebody shut the door behind them when you guys walked in. Are you opening the door back up? Do I need to? Can I just do it on the closed door? You can do it on the closed door if you want, but then if somebody opens it to leave, it's going to set it off. Yeah, I'm. Uh, let's hold on the alarm just for a moment. Sure? I'm gonna go fly up to the house, and I'll be back with like, uh, All right. you know, pillows, blankets. Um, if you guys are hungry, fine. when you open the door, your mom is floating on the other side, holding a pot in one hand and a uh, spatula in the other. Like oh, dual wielding or ready to cook? Like like dual wielding. <laughs> like dual wielding, and and she sees it's you, and she goes, oh. oh. Why would you give me a heart attack like that? What What did I do? I didn't give you a... Uh, wait, how... Uh, you left earlier. I didn't think you were coming back. Oh, right. I know. I have a bad habit of leaving and then showing up again, like, constantly. Hi, how are you doing? I'm glad <laughs> you're safe. Can't get away, yeah. Uh, oh! Are these your friends? Yes, yes, these are my friends. This is uh, Crete, uh, Crawl, and Fio over there. <clears throat> Pleasure, ma'am. Hello. Hello, Mrs. Trill. Oh, it's lovely to meet all of you. Um, I'm going to guess that this big, tall, hunkin' Goliath here is Crawl, and this this guy over here is Crete, because you're just so strapping. And you, you have to be Fio. Are you the one who's dating my little Trill? Nope. <clears throat> uh... She looks at you, Trill. No, no, that's not her. And it's, um, we're kind of putting it on hold. No, what? No, that's Anita. I, I, I I did not say anything like that. It was Anita, and we're currently on a hiatus. Um, very permanent hiatus. I don't think she said anything about that. I I know. Okay, it's long term. That long distance actions, dude. Long yeah. distance would be accurate. Oh, okay. Um, 
Are you guys just hunkering down? We definitely need a, a safe spot to rest for the night. Well, you guys can, of course, stay here if you want to. I don't have very many rooms upstairs, you know, but if anybody wants to sleep in a very cozy home, you can come upstairs or... I don't think anybody's next door now either. Everybody's kind of taken off. It's just me and Pauline upstairs. Hey, Pauline. Hey. Yeah. What? What? Uh, she's wait. She's here. Yeah. As soon as you guys left the dragon flagon and she was like alone, she said somebody came and showed up at the front doors and she tried to slip out the back and she said she thought she saw Rupert get caught, but she was hoping that he'd gotten away and she came here for safety. And so we've just kind of been. Hunkering down upstairs. Um, I think we could probably pop in upstairs. What do you guys say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds really good. Um, Crete like looks down at himself. Uh, can you, yeah? Can you fit? Um, uh, you I guys... can help out with that. I think. <laughs> I'm going to uh use my fairy magic and uh. I believe I can make him smaller. Let's see. Yep. Enlarge, reduce, fairy magic. All right. Creature of an object you can see within range, grow to larger or smaller for that duration. I'm going to uh, shrink him down to medium, to like, you know, five foot. Small enough to be able to fit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, since he's already, he's technically not large size, yep. but I'm going to shrink him down so he fits a little more comfortable. Yep. He's the tallest halfling in the world. Yep. All right. Uh, Crete, this is going to feel a little weird, and I promise it's not permanent. Uh, just give me one second. Oh, crap. It's only up to a minute long. It's not really much we used. Will, I, I, will, I will say that just because we're using this for flavor to go upstairs in a house so that everybody can have a conversation, that it will last as long as it needs to in this case. All right. Okay, uh, Crete, this is uh, going to shrink you down. Once you're inside the house, you should be good. I'm pretty sure it's not one of those weird... Uh, Magic effects my dad put in there. Um, everyone always seemed cozy. Alright, I'm shrinking him down. He loses about two feet of height. He's I mean, now about five height. I get maybe a little shorter. I, I look down on Crete for the first time ever and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you adorable? I, I don't think this changes how much I can lift. Probably not. Crawl just turns and starts walking away and transforms himself into a fairy. Uh, you see that she reaches up kind of behind where the sign for the bakery is and pulls what looks to be a little lever. And then from the entrance of the house, like where, where you would walk into that door up top, a little rope ladder falls down to the ground level. Um... Sorry, we don't have stairs, but if you guys can just come up this to upstairs. And yeah. she kind of flies up. I'll uh, see you guys up there. Crawl will head up the rope ladder. Creep will follow. Okay. Yeah, rope ladder. Alright, everybody makes up the rope ladder. Uh, you guys make it inside. Most of you have not been here before, uh, so you see that this is a very cozy little house that's on the in kind of what would be an attic space in most buildings, but it's been converted into a nice little fairy home. Uh, the main room itself has a couch that looks like it has a 
trill-sized indent on it uh, from where he used to sleep. There only appears to be the one bedroom up here uh, that you can see kind of has a, a door closed to it right now. Pauline is sitting in the solo chair that is sitting next to a whole bunch of embroidery stuff and like uh, pin-making equipment. Uh, seems to be drinking a small cup of like coffee essentially. Uh, as she sees you guys come in, you see that her face lights up for a second. Uh, do y'all have Rupert? No. He'll just shake his head. Damn it. I knew that little kid got in trouble. I should have gone back for him, but... Mm. Mer Merrick said that if anything went wrong, we were supposed to come here. I dare say that's the main reason that we all just came upstairs. Do you have any more information about the people who took Rupert? Uh, I know it was some Goliaths. I know that they seemed awful mad. And when they came in, they were shouting, looking for Crete and, and for his mom. But uh, I just tried to slip out the back because, you know, y'all weren't there. And Merrick wasn't there. And there wasn't really anybody who could help stop them. There were, there were a couple of guests who were there. Um, there was... There was a guy there, had like a, a turban on his head, little shifty guy, and then he had a a big green guy with him who just kind of looked like he was out of it, dazed, you know. Um, and then we the, I, the gyms had all already gone home, and I, yeah, just that, that's about all I got. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. We're just really happy you're here and safe, and because of assume the worst yeah um but but don't worry i mean to our knowledge rupert is safe and the goliaths still have him um so we will be going to get him you see there's a look of relief on her face when you say that that she then very quickly tries to like cover up and like tough mom kind of like can't let can't let myself be vulnerable right now Mm. Um, just out of curiosity uh, you didn't see any spiders or anything before you left did you Spi spiders yeah uh, nothing N no I can't say that well there was some weird sounds uh, right around the same time that the the doors disappeared the, dis the what oh you mean the office door yeah, that one and then the one that leads to the basement. Both of them vanished like... Ah, God, it must have been like 10, 15 minutes after y'all left for the duck fart. Hmm. And then there was some skittering, but I didn't think too much of it. And then there were the Goliaths, and then... And now I've been here with doing tea and talking with your mom and, you know... Hiding out, essentially. No, no, that's uh, actually, I think, what we're kind of here for, too, as well. Um, speaking of which, uh, Mother, uh, you wouldn't happen to have the key to, uh, you know, Father's work base, would you? The basement? Yeah. There's not a key for the basement. I thought you said you locked it. I mean, I told you I locked it so you'd stay out of it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I need to go down there, so I'll 
I guess I'll go down there since it's not locked. Ugh. You guys want some tea or anything? Um, yeah. That, that sounds lovely. Yeah. You see, she flies over, starts making some tea. Pauline Ugh. gets up to go over to help her. I'm going to go sit on my trill indentation on the couch. That you're going downstairs. Uh, I'm waiting for... Fine. I'm going downstairs. I need to go look for something. Please sit, enjoy, have tea. I'll be back. Let me help. Crete will follow. As you crawl down the rope ladder to follow after him, the reduced person starts to wear off, and you reach the bottom of the rungs much faster than you anticipated. Just couldn't stand being small, could you? Um, I mean, I don't think that would have lasted forever, right? I mean, as long as you're in the house, it would have kept you pretty small. All right, let's go, uh, go spelunking into the junk pile, I guess. Spelunking. Spelunk junking. Hmm. Anyway, follow me. I'm going right. to kind of, uh, go around to the back to the little, like, cellar entrance. Down All there. right, you start fluttering around down there with him. Uh, one second, I gotta give Chewie some meds. Uh, if I can have uh, the folks that are still upstairs, so that's gonna be Crawl and Fio. If you guys wanna start uh, chatting real quick, I'll be right back. Hey, Fio. Yeah? Did anything weird happen to you on this journey? You mean besides coughing up like stuff? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah? Why? Did it involve the thing that got given to you by, uh, when we all got those things? It all gestured at my staff. Yeah. Something happened to me, too. Hmm. We, we may want to discuss this as a group later. Uh, yeah, pretty intriguing. I'm remembering some things about my uh, youth that I forgot, that I don't feel like going into detail right this second. Okay, that's a little cryptic. I'll just just kind of side eye Trill's mom and Pauline. Yeah. 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 Mine was... De-interesting. Sorry, sorry about that. No problem. Uh, so as you guys head down into the basement, the, the basement area, when you first enter it, the, the door to, to come in is actually on the back side of the building, uh, and it looks kind of like a storm cellar entrance as you approach it. It looks like there is a chain on it that has a padlock, but as you approach, 
and actually go to like touch it, you realize that the padlock that is on there can literally just be pulled on and it undoes itself. It doesn't need a key or anything. I'm going to kind of pull on the padlock and then just kind of wrap it around one of the handles so we don't lose it and then open it. Yep. And then the smell that comes up out of the cellar and hits you just instantly sends you back into your childhood. When your dad and and you would be down here, he would be mixing together something new for the store or him sending you to go grab some vials because you guys were out of health potions or, you know, somebody needs a a giant elixir that's downstairs that, you know, that you don't sell too many of. So you kind of got sent back here for that. And as you go downstairs, you see everything is still there. It's all up on the walls. It's all got about a half inch of dust that's collected on it because you haven't come down here in years. Kind of ever since the the shop went under, you've just forgotten about this place. You, you know, it's been unused. Um, And as you're kind of glancing around in here, you see that there's all of the beakers and, you know, the different spots where you would, would actually, you know, do your mixing the the old cauldron that had to be bought because you had cracked the previous one by not following instructions on one of the recipes. It was still down here. And you see that there's no footprints, no nothing. No one's been down here. Nothing has been disturbed. Crete, for you, when you walk down here with your special eyes, you... Special eyes. You recognize that this room is too small. Like, if it's under the building, it should take up roughly the same footprint as the building, and it only feels like it's, like, the same size as the bakery you were in upstairs. Is there another room in here? Huh? Does this place have another room? Um... I kind of look around. Um, would I recognize that it looks smaller, or has it always looked no, the size? It's always to me? looked exactly like this to you. Um, I don't think so. I mean, this is the only place I've ever been in. You know, there's the cauldron I used to do in. Here's, uh, actually, let me take some of these flasks. Can I grab some of these flasks too? While I'm down here. Yep. All right, good. I'm grabbing. I don't know a dozen. Adding to my backpack. You know, these flasks. Oh my gosh, they're still good. And I kind of sh- wave one in front of, you know, Crete. See, this is this is quality right here. This is real quality. Not that mix-it, you know, cheap garbage that they sell nowadays. Ugh, these babies last. Crete nods. Like he understands. Roll me a perception. Uh, Crete, not you, Trill. Oh, oh, yes. That's another natural 20. All right. Uh, you see very quickly, because it had just been brought into your mind, the small little first attempt, your Kush 1.0, or your Kush beta that you had built as a child with your dad. The parts for it when you were doing it were over kind of on the the far side from the entrance. And you see that now it looks like the various parts you had used to try and do it were all 
like on the wall, strangely, looking almost like a, 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 a like a crest or a herald that is on the wall. Um, and all the little different parts are kind of screwed in place up there, and it almost looks like a, an anatomical dissection of your toy. Uh, okay. okay, that was, that was, that's new. Um, huh. Weird. Uh, Puff, don't look, it's gonna scar you. Uh, I'm gonna kind of flutter over there and kind of give it a closer look. As you get closer, uh, the gem that would be considered the heart of this thing starts to glow lightly. Just a faint purple energy from one of the gems kind of in the center of this crest. And then kind of touch it with, you know, the glove. Just kind of give it a little poke. The door... The, the walls to the left and to the right of you both start to shudder and sink down into the floor, revealing on either side a very large, because like I said, this was the size of the bakery, so the remnants of it are both about the size of this on either side. On the left-hand side, you see that this is a full alchemist's working sta station, and this is like the high-end gear that your dad needed to be able to craft some of the better potions that he had that you were never quite sure how he was able to pull off in this little rink-a-dink lab in the basement. There are the finest of ingredients, all meticulously stocked, no dust on any of this stuff. And then on the opposite side, you see schematics books upon books of them you see various prototypes and different little tinkerings you see a half put together ballista that looks like instead of be needing to be loaded looks like it's a self-loading ballista you see schematics that look very similar to the runic nature that was on the mana batteries that you saw but it doesn't appear to be the the mana batteries themselves you see over in one of the corners kind of leaned up a barrel that appears to be full of various weapons that have all been shoved in here that have been worked on over time you see that there also appears to be a suit of armor that looks like it's sized correctly for someone that is uh, fairy like yourself um, that appears to have little spots on it that are kind of open right now and it's incomplete but you can tell that like your dad was working on this armor for probably years um, you can see that there are a whole bunch of very finely made tools all down here that all appear to have kind of very little use because you know that your dad preferred to use his every tool for everything, but he did have tools on hand for when that wasn't enough. Wow. Creek gives kind of a low whistle. Yeah, you said it. Um... Oh, hey, you needed a new weapon, right? Yeah, there's a barrel over there. Um, do you want to kind of 
leaf through it real quick, see if you find something that's uh, suitable for you. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. Crete will head over to the barrel. No. What is Crete expecting to find in the barrel? What is he looking for? Uh, Crete is, because of everything that has happened recently, starting to realize that uh, up until recently, a lot of the way he fought was kind of intended to be more defensive and like to let him last in the arena because he did a lot of in like one-on-one fighting knowing that he has a you know people to fight alongside and that really like to protect people is to remove the dangers from you know from them he's looking for something that's going to hit really hard gotcha and is he looking towards more of the the taller things that would probably be two-handed or is he trying to like dig down into this to find something that's one-handed oh yeah i mean like if if he saw like uh 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 like a two-handed sword popping out or something like that he'd just like that would be the first thing he'd reach for so the first thing that you would see that fits kind of that description on the list of items that I put together for this little barrel is going to be a two-handed sword that uh, when you take a look at it, originally it sits about six inches higher than everything else that's in the barrel. And you see that the handle on this thing is like half again as long as the nearest handle that is in, in this thing. And as you go to pick it up, you feel that it the, the blade itself almost feels like it gets lighter as your hand moves it. And as you slow down, the blade heavy, gets heavier in your hand. This is fascinating. He gives it, like, is there room to give it some practice wings? Uh, if you head out towards, like, the middle of the room, yeah, you'd have room to, to try and swing around down here. Okay. Yeah, Kurt will take a moment to, like, see if he can familiarize himself with it enough to be comfortable. Yeah, every, like I said, every time that you go to swing with it, as you're moving your hands, it almost feels like there's nothing in them as you go through the swing. Like, the blade loses all of its weight. And then when you slow down again, it regains all of it. And you're kind of, like, swinging around, and you're futzing with it. And one of the times you swing just a little wide, and you catch the edge of a barrel, and the entire side of the barrel just blows out of this thing. Sorry. What the? Get at the barrel! That was my dad's barrel. There's a whole bunch of rock salt down on the ground now. I mean, I just nicked it. Yeah, I mean... I mean, honestly, I don't really care. I mean, why do they have rock salt in the barrel? I mean, that's... That's a nice-looking sword. How's it feel? uh, Really great. All right, it's yours. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, that's the least I can do, you know? Um... Huh. All right. So, according to my my glove, which I know sounds weird, but according to my glove, there's something down here that my 
dead set up that were left behind. I mean, unless this is what he's talking about. I mean, see, here's those mana batteries we were talking about. This blueprint. Well, I mean, it's not the same as matter batteries, but it looks like it's the same concept. All right. Hmm. So apparently these mana batteries, these things that they were using on your mother, um, had something to do with this old, old kind of magic that my father was working on. Um, apparently Merrick Drogan knows a lot about it. He's the one who kind of taught them all, taught him about it, if that makes sense at all. Um, you know Merrick Drogan's a, you know... Dragon. dragon? Yeah, yeah, okay, good. Whew. All right, I, I I lose track of who we're keeping what from who. Um, yeah, he's apparently a hope dragon. I just kind of stare at Crete for a little bit. I feel like somebody told us that. Okay, good. I I was probably drifting in and out when it happened. Um, okay, yeah, hope dragon, Merrick Dragon taught my dad about old magic. These mana batteries must have come from that somehow. The question is, <sighs> what are these other people do using them for? And what are they using the mana batteries for after they're filled? All right. I mean, I'm sure there has to be some notes around here or something. Uh, huh. Man, this is a lot of stuff down here. I'm going to kind of look at my glove. Does any of this look familiar? Mr. Glove Pops? You just feel... You feel affirmation from the gloves, but you don't actually hear any words. All right, so it looks familiar. The question is, which one is actually useful? I mean, if I was looking to open a store, this would all be useful, but right now? I don't know. I mean, let's see. Is there like a papers or anything stacked up here or books? Yeah, tons of them. Like, literally stacks Everywhere. upon stacks upon stacks on the right-hand side. Like, it, it is very much like, of the, the, the shop space that would be available, about 50% of it is either schematics or books that are containing a whole bunch of schematics pointing out of the books and whatnot. And then, additionally, you have the other half of it, which is where all of, like, these leftover projects and all of that stuff are all seated. All right. Um, okay, uh, Crete, let's uh, divide and conquer here. I'm going to start going through all these papers, um, see if anything jumps out at me. Do you want to go maybe poke through those, uh, you know, inventions, see if any of them look familiar or uh, things that we've seen, or if you find any crests or sigils that we've recognized? There has to be a connection here somewhere. I mean, my dad's work is all over this this whole mess. Sure. All right, just be careful if you, you know, when you touch things. Ah, eh, you'll be fine. 
I'm going to start uh, leafing through papers, see if I can find anything that seems relevant. All right, well, you guys start leafing through stuff there. We're going to pop back upstairs where tea has been just been finished and is now being distributed to Crawl and Fio. Why, thank you. Well, you know, I, you guys are... Trill's friends. It's funny to say it out loud. Uh, it also feels familiar, but like, yeah, no, he was always alone when he was little. I think. I've been you, having some weird know? thoughts. It's It's been strange today for like, I don't know, the past half hour or so, my brain has felt kind of muddled. It's like I'm forgetting something. Hmm. Um, I wish I had a way to look in your mind, but I don't. She just kind of smiles and laughs. I was going to lean in and be like, do you think it's like your memory loss? Do you know about his memory loss? You just said it. Well, you went to, uh, Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. 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 I've mentioned it very briefly and said, we, we should discuss this stuff, uh, later. Very good. Well then, yes, she mentions that. Do you, Could just be she's old. There's just a lot of um coincidences. That there have been. Pauline, is there anything else you can tell us about the people who took Rupert? Um, you know, they were with the they were with the Arena Master because they were wearing his colors. I know that much. The new Arena Master, I assume you mean? Yeah, yeah, Resic. Um Beyond that, like I said, they were coming in through the front door and I tried to slip out the back because I was in the kitchen when everything started breaking down and I just tried to what get out of there as quick as I could. What do you expect her to remember? I don't know. Any other specifics might help. Like if there might be something that would hint that maybe it's not actually them and somebody else, or who knows? I uh, it was well, it's, it's it was pretty clearly them. You didn't hear the message at the door. Nope, did not. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely them. Her. question is more how are we going to get him back well what did they want it's mom do, do y'all have her because i didn't see her she's um currently dead you see that pauline just kind of gets a look of like what 
We're hoping that the guardians at the wall will res her. Okay, okay. And then y'all are gonna, tr y'all ain't gonna trade her though. I mean, like, I, I want Rupert back, but I don't. I... No, no. We're in a bit of a difficult spot because um, it kind of feels like they don't realize she's dead. Yeah, maybe we can find some way to. I mean, if worse comes to worse, we can just give them me, and I'd turn into Grace. Hmm. Do you think you could sneak away after? Who knows? I mean, you can turn into like anything. Eh, I can't turn into things that fly. But most other stuff. But maybe like a little mouse. Like, say they put you mm -hmm. in like manacles right, or something. Right. right, they wouldn't expect me to be able to do that. But there's always the chance that somehow they know that I, they can see through the shape change. I, I don't yeah. know. They shouldn't be able to, but there's been a lot of weird going dons. Yeah, it's always something we can consider. I don't know how uh, reasonable and rational these people are going to be. Well, if I've known anything about Goliaths, being rational is most certainly on the top of their list. You see that she's got a little bit of a, a smile. She's trying to, like, cheer herself up. Exactly. So, what happened with Anita? Also, I'm sorry, I oh. thought you were the one... He, he just said he was dating somebody, and I, I, he mentioned the name, but... Like I said, my, my memory's been, like, really weird. I, I keep... Hmm. Uh, never mind, never mind. It, it's, it's not important. When did you start noticing the memory problem? Like I said, it was... She looks at Pauline, and Pauline just kind of nods. Yeah, it was about half an hour or so ago. She just all of a sudden, like, grabbed at her head like something was wrong, and mm. it was weird. Can I do a detect magic to see if it's, like, sure. a spell? She's thinking it might be a new friend. But she's gonna, she's gonna cast detect magic. Are you doing it as a ritual? Yeah, how long is that going to take? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. We got time, right? As far as you know. Yep. Yeah, I, let's do it. I don't do know it. if it will matter, but I can also do that, so I'm just going to assist her. Okay. Alright, so you guys start doing that. It takes a couple of minutes to finish, and what you end up recognizing at the end of casting it is not so much that there is a spell but that there was one that is now gone. Hmm. Definitely of the enchantment sub-variety. Hmm. 
So am I thinking like someone had an enchantment spell on her and now that it's dissipated, it's just kind of made her a little screwy for the time being? Could be. I don't think that Crawl would come to that conclusion. Are you remembering some new things, maybe, as well? Yeah. It's like... It's like there was someone else here. But I can't remember. In the house? Yeah. A young boy. I must have moved here... It must have moved here about 10, 15 years ago. Where did he go? What what happened to him? I Do I remember what my brother looked like or frequently tried to look like at the time? Um, back in the day, he probably did have a couple of things that he would have used. But I mean, the, what, the way that you are remembering him most right now is like your natural looking forms. Right, right. So let, just let me know if any of these people seem to resemble anything in your memory. And I will just shift and just, like for a few seconds stay with that one and shift again to anything that I do remember my brother using. None of the forms that you take on really give her anything. And then... Okay, then I shift to regular changeling. You see a little bit of a glimmer of recognition for a second. Oh, oh how could I have forgotten? Well, Trill wasn't... Trill was never alone. It was always him and Zill running around. What the hell happened? What? I, I'm sorry, uh... I need to find I need to find Trill, and she immediately starts going for the door. I, I just say I'll call him, and I point at the ground and I cast message because I know where he is below okay. us. Yep. I'll say Trill, come up here. I need to ask you a very important question. You have twenty five words to respond. To me? Uh, what right now? So many pages and things. Ah, Alright, fine. And then I guess I'll you know, right. kind of set the stack aside. So you flutter your way out of there real quick? Are you yeah. bringing Crete with you or are you just going? Um, Crete, I'm heading upstairs. Apparently they need to ask me something. Uh, uh, you want, I want to stay down here or do you want to come back up? I... I'll come with you. I don't really know what I'm looking for, so... Yeah, and in case something explodes, it's probably best to have someone else here. Um, Alright, sorry to make you climb the ladder again. No worries. Yeah, just uh, duck down when you get to the door. You'll be fine. You guys make your way up inside. Uh, Trill, you see a look of just absolute panic on your mom's face when you get through that door. Um, Hi. Where is, is the tea bed? No, 
No, what? Trill. Trill. What? I. How did we forget him? Forget who? How did we forget him? Zill. Zill? Uh, go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving throw. Me? All right. Yes, sir. I, I will also, I have no, no idea that he's making a save or anything right now, but like, I'm going to like tap his head with my staff. See if it does anything. <laughs> hey, ow. Uh, it's a 17. Uh, when you tap him with your staff, what are you... What, tell me your intention. I'm just going to be like, remember, bonk. All right. Uh, go ahead remember. and roll again. You, you roll again? It. Yeah, you can take advantage. Take advantage on this roll, or just roll yeah. one more time. Just roll one more time. Yep. All right. Wait, you have a seventeen right now. Is this a saving throw? It is. He gets a plus three. I'm right there. All right. So you got a dirty Woo. twenty right now. Let's see if you can do better. All right. I did not. That's a six. All right. Uh, so with the dirty twenty, uh, as he bops you on the head and does the Rafiki remember on you, uh, your whole brain splits. Like, you have the absolute worst migraine you've ever Killed had him. in your life. Um, it, it's like being at lightning, it's like being at the center of a lightning strike, almost. Where you just completely lose it for a second. And all of these memories and images that you had of you being a child come flooding back. You were not a sad little kid who was just a rich, pompous guy and just hung out at your house all of the time. In fact, you were very rarely at your house as a child because you made a friend on the very first day of school with a little boy named Zill. And you and Zill were thick as thieves, running around town, getting into trouble, you know, kind of, he was the, the, the shining star and you would just follow him around. And you guys did everything together. He was the one who, you know, originally was like, hey, maybe you could work with your dad at the alchemy shop and kind of pushed that with you. And he came and volunteered there so that he could do some work with you as well. Um, you guys hung out like every single day up until it must have been a few weeks before your dad vanished. And all of a sudden you stop remembering Zill. You just, the the image of him and his halfling face vanishes completely from your mind. You start thinking about it, and he goes missing, and then a few weeks later, your dad is gone, and suddenly you didn't have any of the emotional supports that you used to use outside of your mom. No wonder you weren't leaving home. You you had lost everything, but somehow, something made you forget that Zill had existed. Um. Yeah. Zill. I um haven't thought about him in forever. I actually don't know why I don't even re- didn't. It's like he was just 
erased from my memory. Yeah, I don't. I about a half an hour ago. I don't. Something happened, and I just I remembered him. I don't. How did we forget him? I I I I, I don't know. I mean, well, it was Trump. right before Dad disappeared. What? Zill is my brother. What? what? He doesn't look anything like you. He was a halfling. R- right, right. And then I turn into a halfling. Hey, you kind of look like Zill. Oh. I think that what, uh, what we know happened to Zill may have affected all of our memories about him. Wait, 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 wait. But I just met you. Where were you? I mean, if I, I would remember Zill and Crawl if I if you were here. I also had no memories of Zill up until about a half an hour ago. I didn't even know I had a brother until things got mentioned. Wow. That's actually that's worse than I had it. Um <laughs> ugh. What the heck? I mean, was your brother a wizard or something, or like, how did we forget? I, him? I don't know. No, no. Do, do you remember what we know happened to my brother? What he is now? The same thing that happened to uh, another person that each of us know. You know, the four things. Oh, I think that whenever that happened to him. It somehow affected our memories of him. Oh. So I just just remembered I actually had a friend, and now he's gone too. <sighs> okay, you have three friends here. Yeah, no, no I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to be a downer or defeatist or you know, not recognize you guys. It just, it's kind of a lot to take in all at once. Yeah, um, you're telling me. I had a brother. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Again, much, much worse. Oh my gosh. Um. Jeez. Wow. Where did he go? Um, Mom, Mother, do you remember anything? Did he say anything? So, I'm, I'm, it's all still kind of coming back. I, the last thing that I can remember is the two of you left to go and play, and you were heading, you were heading down towards the marketplace. And then you came home alone. Was I? You start thinking <clears throat> about that, and you start like as your memory, you're you're running through it, and like com- comparatively, you have a lot more m- of your memories that are kind of being filled in compared to what your mom is dealing with, and you know. Crawl also had a lot, but his were older memories. Yours are a lot more recent than that. And you're remembering that the last time that you went with him was about a month before your dad vanished. And the two of you had gone out, and you had gone out adventuring because 
you had found, he had found a secret and he wanted to share it with you. And he led you into the dragon's flagon through a back door. And you guys went into the kitchen and he showed you that there was a drain that would open up and there was something inside that wasn't sewer. And he wanted to, show, to investigate down there and see what you guys could find. But you don't remember what happened after you went through the sewer grate. You don't remember how you got home that night. It, it was a bad idea. I, I said to him. I told him it was a bad idea. Especially because he didn't have wings. He took me to the dragon's flagon. To the basement. He uh, stumbled onto the sewer somehow. We played around the flagon occasionally. And my dad was friends with Trogan. And um, he wanted to show me the sewer. You know, that sewer. And um, it was cold. I was scared. And then we went through. And then I came back. And I don't remember who I went there with or why I left the house at all. So I went back home. And that was the last time I ever thought about him. And I just left him there. You were a child. You were a child and your mind was tampered with. I don't think it's your fault. I know, I know. It's It wasn't... Yeah, I know. I'm gonna just... Hmm. Um, note, is, is, it the, is it the same uh, sewer that we went, that we've seen before? It is the same sewer that you guys wandered down when you ran into Fio for the first time. Okay, yeah. I mean, not only did I not remember, I don't didn't even remember the sewer. When we went down there, when he met, you know, Fio passed out in the sewer. Um, I felt like it had been the first time I'd ever been there. One of those things must have... Wait, what do you mean one of those things? Not only one was down there. Um, sort of yes, and apparently no. Um, sorry, when I, we were traveling here, uh, my, uh, glove, gauntlet, whatever thing, the one my, you know, father made for me, um, apparently, uh... Your mom looked shocked at this. It started kind of a talking my staff talks to me oh good it's not just me um yeah yeah it started talking and um it mentioned there was more um i kind of look at you know my mother and uh like uh, there's more of those 
wells, you know, those kind of things, or something similar. Um, apparently, they're all there, but none of them are actually there, if that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. It's like Fio's yeah. brother's door. Yeah. Or Merrick's office. Hmm. So, apparently, they were all there. So, the fact that, you know, when we went down there and found the thing in the place that does stuff, that thing that did stuff in that place may oh. not be the same thing we saw in the... Gosh, Pauline so stands up, puts your hand, her hands on your mom's shoulders, and goes... We're going to head back in the other room so y'all can talk without code and whatnot for a little bit. Um, y'all can come get us when you need us. Uh, okay, thank you. Sorry, sorry. I was just shaking her head like, you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I right, wait for them to leave the room and close the door. Okay, okay. So, you guys are with me so far. Should I do it without code? Um... Yeah, so those things, the necessence. Yes, those, the necessence. So the necessence all exist in the same kind cages, right? All those cages were kept close to each other, but not part of any one area. Um, The fact that it was underneath Drogon's inn was mostly for convenience, but not necessarily where it actually was. And the other ones, wherever those entrances to that place might be, we're all in that same area. So technically we were near all four of them at the same time. And I'm not sure if they change or if they rotate or what, but, um, yeah. Well, I'm sure Merrick just moved them to be safe. Most likely. I hope. Yeah. Also important to note, um, I just want to throw this out here in case I forget at a later time. Um, if we ever do find one of the cages that the, uh, Nessence came from, uh, nobody touch it. Um, please. Apparently, you will burst into uh, fine powder. Good to know. Oh. Yes. Um, unless you have these gloves. I kind of wiggle my fingers. Apparently, that's one of the things they were designed for. Was for touching those cages. Okay. Yeah. And... Oh, we're still mm. going. Okay. Oh, going. I can go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got a my glove had a lot to say and apparently had been bottling it up for some time. Uh, okay, continue. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, so apparently also uh if we do want to lock the Nessence back up, we just have to bring the vessel, the avatar, to the cage and ideally when we close the door it will pull the core of the entity back out and lock it up. But they've never done it with an avatar before. And so they're not sure what the effect's going to be. Do we want to lock them back up? Well, I mean... One of them's possessing my father, and one of them's possessing your father, and your brother, mm-hmm. and your uncle. My brother. Not your brother. Oh, point to crawl. Not his brother. brother, and you know Creed's uncle. 
I mean, it's it can't just be coincidence that we're all here and we all know someone. What this we seems... do know is that these things, these avatars, are a source of strife for the people around us. It is only responsible to remove that. Well, no, not necessarily. If it's the natural order of things. Natural order or not. We need to protect everyone. The people who are too weak to protect protect themselves need. It's not about protecting everyone. It's about doing what you can and doing the right thing when you can. But is it the right thing? Yes. Why why would that even be a question? Why would there ever be a question about saying doing the right thing? Because the guardians and the dragons are using as us as a giant battery. They're going to kill us all. And what? What's new? Wait, no, that's new. That is very new. Yeah, you know, like your your dad's battery thing in the manor? Yeah, yeah. The precincts? Mm-hmm. That's what the precincts are. All of us. We're the fuel. The arena batters, battles? That's more fuel for them. They're literally going to suck the manor out of us like they did your mom to fuel their project. And you're going to tell me that's the right thing to do to help them? I never said to help the Guardians. I said to protect the people who could not protect themselves. And I do believe that means stopping these avatars. And potentially putting the Nessicents back in their cages. And it also probably means stopping the Guardians, if there's some way we can put a stop to that. And the dragons. Are the dragons part of that? They're also using us as a battery? They're helping the guardians contain the necessance. So the natural order of things, which would be... I don't think we know that for sure, though. Um, How do you know all this? Because my necklace told me. What? Who's your necklace? She um, was actually, well, she thought she was one of the first people over here in the original precinct is what she thought. Turns out, not so much. The Guardians disregarded every life on this plane, wiped it out, and just used it for its needs. We weren't all wiped out. What? What? That's what I remembered from my staff. My people were the people that originally lived on this planet. You were the originals. We didn't have a world-ending event. We weren't being saved. The Guardians came here and just started destroying our pe- my people and our land. Hmm. So... My necklace was an enchantress. She was here with her her husband and her son. 
because the guardians had no regard for the life that was here. She didn't agree with it and made a stand. She lost her husband. She lost her son. And in her last moment, she tried to curse them all and poof, turned into this, this ne necklace. She went into the necessities. That came after her. The necessities are necessary. They're part of what happens when you get a big civilization. The guardians and the dragons are preventing that because we're going to be their fuel. I wonder if the guardians, I'm sorry, I wonder if the dragons know of this. Know of the guardians' ultimate goal. Um, I think yes. Well, well, how could you like necklace came after? I mean, they sugarcoated. I mean, Merrick told us about this, but he kind of sugarcoated that, hey, it's going to like eventually when their spell is there. I mean, he told us that they're going to cast a spell to create new worlds, right? Right. He did. He just said that we're not going to be around there. He kind of implied that we we're going to die from old age. But now with this new bit of information, might actually be we're just going to get killed off. I just can't believe Eric would... There's no way. I mean... It doesn't matter. We're not going to know until we actually get to talk to him. We need to make decisions now for the problems we face now. Hello. Are you ah. there? Who the... What the... <laughs> The stone in your pocket is going off, uh, Crete. I didn't have that. I think somebody I else it. had that one. Oh, okay. Then whoever oh. had, took the stone from mm. Gravash, your st your stone is going off. Yeah, <clears throat> Sorry, that's my uh, stone. Let me answer this real quick. <clears throat> Hello. Yes, this is Gravash. Do you re recall me? Yes, of course I do, Gravash. How are you? Oh, um, did you make it to the wall? That's what I was reporting in. I'm about five minutes away. The gates themselves seem closed, but there do appear to be some guardians standing by. I'm going to approach to see if they will be willing to take grace. Um, does the rest of the team hear this? Just you. Yeah. All right, uh, that's uh, Garrosh, then, uh, sorry, Garrosh? Gravash? Gravash. Gravash, yes. Um, so Gravash, uh, he's approaching one of the gates. Um, he does says he has seen guardians there, so they're there. Um, and he's uh, going to approach. He's about five minutes out. Should I tell him to keep going? Yes, I mean... All Remind right. him to be careful, since we don't know if he's really a citizen. Oh, yeah. Um, Gravash, you there? I'm here, friend. Ah, good. Um, so, yes, uh, that's good to know. Good news. Um, please proceed. Um, but do be careful, uh, just in case the uh, guardians don't recognize you as a citizen or something. I understand how. It Important this task is, and I shall see it done. 
Okay. Just take care of yourself, okay? You too. Be careful for your friends. I will. Alright, I'm putting putting you back in my pocket now. No response. I slip it back in my pocket. That's pretty neat. I like those. Alright, we, we do need to try to save Rupert. Huh? Yes. Right? We all agree? Yes. Agreed. Okay. What um, if I pretend to be Grace, Crete, and then I turn into Grace? Wow, that's weird. I don't see how that's going to help. I mean, at least we can do the handoff, and then maybe I can escape later. Unless you, got, I'm open to better ideas, because I don't like being a prisoner. No, because if Grace doesn't get back here in time, we this might be our only option. We don't know how long they're going to keep Rupert. With the way things have been going in the district, within the precinct, I don't know if there's any reason to, well, attempt negotiations. I don't so you... think we can trust them. Understood, and I agree. But having me appear as your mother may still at least give us a surprise advantage of some sort. I mean, if you want to make it some form of ambush, then I'm not against that idea. It would be pretty funny, actually. Is there anyone that uh, Resic fears? I mean, the roll only person... Me, roll me a history. Only you, Crete. Or actually, you may also know Kroll because you're an info guy. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't get any kind of bonus you, you, or anything You, can, like you can take advantage for being clan. Crawl okay. got a 14. Uh, uh, I got a dirty 20. On a 14, the only people that you could think of that Resic would fear would probably be Grace. And before this, you would think Driscoll. Uh, with the 20... You know that there is no one in the the area that Resic does not in his head think that he can beat. However, as far as you have known, Resic's weakness has always been planning. He can't plan ahead. That is why your mother maintained power over him. It is why he could never work around her. Dude can't plan something that's going to happen 15 minutes from now, let alone set into play a clearly months-long plan in the works to try and take over the arena. We're not dealing with Resic anymore. Uh, it, why not? Well, you know, when I sit and think about it for a minute, 
it occurred to me that, well, I mean, Resic was strong, for sure. But, well, he was a moron, frankly. He really had one-track mind. It was pretty easy to predict, too. Everything that's happened so far... He couldn't have been the one to make it happen. So it had to have been someone else. I I don't really know Resic well, but I agree with you. I feel like the Goliath, Resic and his Goliath group just had a good opportunity and probably were, count, were contacted by someone else and were able to take advantage of this. Either Resic is being taken advantage of or he's been replaced, and it's not actually him. Somebody's that's standing, possible standing in for him. God, someone single who has could just be my brother now. So. When I met Resic a couple days ago to try and find my mother the first time. He didn't act the way he usually did. And he forced me to flee through magical means, which I'm assuming with the history, 20 history is something that he's not ever no. been able to do in the past. He's He is also, he follows a, a paladin oath as well, but he has never showcased any ability to command before. This is entirely new. It was new in the moment. It was overpowering in the moment. But now, yeah, you're thinking about it more and you're like, this dude is, is cheating. He's, somebody's given him powers. So, either he has a patron of some sort, or that's not really Resic. Hmm. If they are looking for Grace, without knowing where she is, there's a chance, I presume, that they never expected her to be gone in this manner. And they needed her to can keep power over the the uh, the Goliath and to organize things long enough for the Goliath to solidify their power. But since she's out of the picture, whatever Resic has gained at this point is now on edge. Interesting. New potential plan. Hello. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Hello? You're the the little man with the wings, yes? Uh, yes, yes I am. Please give the stone to the Goliath. <sighs> Alright. Great, he wants to talk to you. Alright, cool. Take the stone. Mother? It is you. I'm glad you're safe. 
don't even think about me. What? How are you? What is going on? Uh, the large green man that you sent with me uh, has been threatening everyone who comes near me, which is very sweet. Uh, thank you. Uh, and yes, they were able to resurrect me. Um, I, I know who's behind all of it. Oh. Who are we dealing with here? Resic was making deals with Lorala Morales, the, the woman who had taken me, and the two of them had been connected through a man named Biondok Sulta. Morales. Biondok. And Resic. The three of them are trying to do something. They're trying to destabilize some kind of power in a few specific precincts. They're getting money from and, and forces from somewhere down south. I think the name Brishani came up. Rusik is trying to find you right now. Yeah, he well, he needs me. None of the other Goliaths are really falling in line with this plan, even though he did what he said he was going to. I see. That's what I thought. But the 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 Morales woman, she is dead. She, well, that's good to hear because that machine hurt. Um. Listen, I, I have some friends nearby. I'm going to do what I can to gather them, and I'm going to come back to try and take a stand against Resic. Are you safe where you are? I'm never going to be safe until we deal with this problem. Can you keep a cool enough head to stay where you are for two days? That's all two I need. Days. That's for all what? For me to get enough forces for us to actually stand a chance if we're going to go head-to-head -head with Resic and the rest of the clan. I cannot wait. He has a boy. What boy? A friend. Stole him. I, I, I can't... I, I might be able to get people in a day, but it would be half the force. There's no way that you can go against him alone. There are too many of them. Even if they are weaker than you, just the sheer numbers alone will stop you. Uh, Craig will look at everybody else. We need to think of a way to stall Resic. Stall him? Yes. My mother wants to organize. Your mother's forces. alive? Tell her I said hi. Yes, she's alive. I will tell her you said hi. Thank you. We we heard Crete's side of the conversation, right? 
yeah, it's, he yeah. spoke the whole thing out loud. Yeah, yeah. He he has been very clear that even when it's telepathic stuff, he's generally saying it out loud too. Okay. He's got it, telepathy. Well then, <laughs> then Crawl is going to stand up, look to the darkest corner, and say, "Nevix, Nevix, Nevix." Someone uh, here? Nothing happens. It's just like. Goddamn this right. weird ass house trill. We'll think house of something. Let's, let's not lead him here. Yeah, don't summon the death into my mom's house. Yeah. That's just at least into the bakery. Etiquette. As if they don't know where your mom lives. Would you rather not remind them if they do know? Well, well, well we will figure something out. <sighs> to stall. Gonna... Summon him in here. Um, Curry will talk to his mom again. All right, we will try to find a way to stall him. I'm not sure how we'll do it, but we will do everything we can. But if I cannot promise, I will wait long if he threatens the boy's life. I cannot wait. I will move as quickly as I can. I... The, the the these stones are wonderful. They, they seem to be able to, to communicate over great distances and repeatedly from what the large green man has told me. Um, I will keep you updated as I can gather people and I will get there as quickly as I can. Um, I, we're, the gates themselves are closed right now, so getting people in is quite a hassle, but we've got some friends um we're gonna head from here to the toll bridge um manta owes me a few favors we're gonna see what we can do to try and pull some people together wherever you are stay there stay safe uh, i will i will reach out once i have more information tell manta that crawl is with you or aligned with you um, Manta is a friend of my associate, my friend here, Crawl. I don't know if you remember him, but he says if you need help from her, you can use his name. I greatly appreciate it. Um, Stay safe. Gravash will protect you as much as he can. And um, I love you. I love you too, my son. I... We clearly need to have a talk when all of this is done. Yes. Uh... <clears throat> we'll speak again and Crete uh, will hand the stone off to Trill so I don't know how we'll do it but we need to figure out how to delay Resic long enough to both keep Rupert safe and give my mother a couple days to amass some forces so Fio mm-hmm I know you don't really like him, 
but there's a very high chance that if we do tell Nevix that your brother was involved, he might get killed. Okay. Do you think he loves you at all? No. Because if so, they might kill you too. No. Let them try. There shouldn't I, be any chance listen, of that. Listen, Crete, I like your optimism, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to fight them. Well, think about it this way: if we, if things truly shake out the way I think they will, then our lives have already been paid. Because we're exiles mm. now? Wait, what? Yeah, we're exiles. Most well, I mean, not officially yet. No, we, uh, my necklace told me. Yeah. Oh, what does your necklace know? It's been dead for... We we attacked people, but mm-hmm. so they're gonna they're gonna kick us out. Yep. I mean, if they find you, you can try to hide. <sighs> Obviously, quite a few other people do it on a very regular basis, and so I'm not exactly concerned. The man speaks that. truth to power. Let me tell you. So. We may have to it, go on a long trip. It was kind of badass how those guys took out that guardian. Kind of hot. I'll just shake What? Pretty sure I could do that too. Pretty sure Fios called you hot before too, Creed. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition. So, so obviously, one of the things that we can do is we can tell Nevix that it was Resic, Lorala, and Beyond Doc. They they might kill Resic. Do we know that? Do we know they what? used their name? I mean that was the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the I can't imagine who else would have. They were those these were the three people behind this whole thing. There was a fourth name mentioned. I heard. I heard. Laurel Myers, Beyond Doc, Sulta, and uh, Resic. And they were financed by. Oh, somebody from the south, the Ravani? Brishani. Brishani. They were financed by the Brishani. We know who the Brishani is? Well, if you look in your weird D&D thing under key NPCs, line 30 is Neilio Brishani. A.K.A. the King of Elishad. Oh. Yeah, I'd be, I would be, I mean, I don't expect him to get killed, but I'd be super happy if he died. Uh, you guys don't get along? I mean, I've never met him, but the Elishad is a terrible place. Where is it? It's the 
quote unquote free kingdom in the south. Oh, right, outside the walls. They got they got a bunch of crazy they have a crazy religion that they follow and they like torture people and torture themselves. It's uh it's messed up. Yeah. Sounds sounds awful. Ugh. All right. So we're no and longer we... saving Rupert. And yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Well, not right now. That. I mean, not tomorrow. Instead, we need to figure out a way to delay. I mean, part of what <laughs> we are doing is to save him specifically. Yes. Hmm. I'm thinking first some recon. Maybe yeah. one of your little friends. And at yeah. least try and locate him for us. Give us the serious numbers. Recon. Maybe maybe I'll have those govers wreck that road for no reason too. Who knows? Maybe it'll cause some delay somewhere. I almost wonder if we should maybe make contact with them to let them know that we received the message and we'll be on our way. Just so that you know, just to make sure that they Make take care of them, you know. We could. I think we should rest on this at this point. We've absorbed a lot of information. I think it's wise we rest our minds and, well, let Trill's mother enjoy the rest of her own house. All right. Um, yeah, I'll get some, uh, blankets and, uh, whatnot, and we can, uh, set up shop downstairs. The I, I need to just ask right now, do you all think that we should inform Nevix or not? Honestly, if we have solid proof. I'm not... I'm not 100% certain myself either. As much as I know we should not keep them too much in the dark because of your own obligations, but I worry that if we tell them too soon, then things will go out of our control. Yeah, they're not exactly known for their, uh, you know, light touch when it comes to collateral damage. I mean, yeah, they are. They very rarely do collateral damage. This seems to be an exception. I mean, look at the state of the whole wheel. Yeah, but that's not their fault. They're the ones who sent the guardians away. I think all parties have some responsibility for pretty much everything that's going on in this point. But mm -hmm. I do think, I do think it makes sense to honor Crawl's deal with Nevix, just at the right time. In... Maybe once we meet back up with your mother and as we're about to head there? I imagine they probably would have figured it out by then, but yeah, something like that. Maybe even tomorrow morning. Who knows? Maybe I'm just gonna... I like this tomorrow morning idea. Maybe if we include them in on the plan, they'll at least cooperate long enough for us to get Rupert out of there and deal with the rest. Just want to put this out there real quick. Um, you're saying like Rushik might be one, but um, you're also saying that maybe he's not, and maybe he's your brother, and 
do you know if your brother loves you? Because then you might be forfeit. I I don't actually think that that's my brother. That was just me. He could be. I mean, and anyone could be. How you could be, and I point to Fio. Yeah, but I'm not. Um, what he would say. He like looks at a mirror nearby, like stares at himself. For just a second, because of your special eyes, you see what you would look like as a changeling. But then your your head like snaps back, and you're like, "No, no, never mind. That's that's not that's not real." Well, I'm just saying. I mean, you were saying he's got magical magical abilities, a command, right? That's an enchanting spell. You and you and your mom all have some kind of weird memory thing. That's an enchanting spell. And yes, I know I am into enchanting. Say, are you sure you're not, Zill? I'm very sure I'm not your brother. Roll me a d20. (laughs) Wait, who? File. Oh. This is going to be a weird twist. (laughs) (laughs) See how sure she is. 18. Uh yeah, you're you're pretty sure that you're not his brother. Mm-hmm. You're you're you you are like ninety <laughs> percent confident. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That low, huh? I and so <laughs> I, I don't worry about it about that. What I actually worry about more is Resic very clearly loves a lot of other Goliaths, I would imagine. I would disagree with that. Seriously? Yes. Oh, all right. You're doing better than I. Are we sure, certain that they kill everyone they love, or is that more of like a general threat kind of thing? They like, I mean, because how do they know who they love? Also, a good point. I have no idea. See what I mean? Like, I mean, they can't just be like, all right, let's go check their love list and we'll just I... work our way from the top to the bottom. How do they just disintegrate people without casting spells? Wands? I don't think any of the small few uh, records of them doing this have them using a wand, if I remember correctly. No, the the most recent one that you guys heard of was just that a shadow seemed to sweep over a guy and he was dead afterwards. Just he vanished into it. Damn. That's cold. I mean, there's a lot of things we don't really know about them, but I mm. don't know. That's actually the end of my thought. They might feel that's definitely an elementous person if my brother oh. has the capacity to love. I'm, I mean, oh, yeah, she probably did. At this point, all I know is that Crawl has some form of contractual obligation to them for some reason that I don't fully understand. And I would rather they not come to collect in a way that puts us at odds with them today. So why do you have a contract with them? Do you really Uh, want to know? um... Yeah. Well, this might be one of those things where if you learn about the contract, you become bound by it or something. Is it one of those contracts? Yeah, well, you tell us, right? I I don't believe it is one of those. (laughs) 
I owe them money. No. Owe them favors. No. They did something for you, so now you have to do something for them. You, you know that like you're part of a guild, right, File? Yeah. Which guild? Ozov. Right. And I'm part of a guild too. Okay. It's the Dimmer Guild. Uh, they're not super uh, vocal about what they do, but I'm sure you've heard of them. I heard of them. Spies, courtesans, people who like to gather Ooh. information. My type of people. So let's go, yes. I have okay. been instructed by my higher-ups within that guild to mm -hmm. assist them, assist Nevix, in finding the people responsible for this. Interesting. And I do Yeah, and I and I don't believe that Nevix would be very uh welcoming welcoming to me if I uh went back on that agreement. Or your guild. Well, yes. But they also must know what they're getting you into. I don't think they care. Yeah, I was going to say, or they care. want it done. Hmm. Curious. Oh, man. This was such a trip to get into, dude. A shadow has just walked out of the corner. Oh, hey. What? I just glare at a. What's crawl. up, dude? Like it's like mid sipping tea. <laughs> it took it took a while. I kept ending up at this bakery that was all empty and stuff. But I'm I'm here. What's up? I just look to Cretan group. Cretan just kind of like you know like holds his hand out, kind of like, well, it's it's up to you at this point. I just kind of shrug my shoulders. We don't have hard evidence. However, we have it on good word that... We're getting close. The... He knows that I wouldn't call them just to say we're getting close. We have it on good word that the people behind this entire thing are Resic. Or someone posing as him. Or someone mm -hmm. posing as him. Uh, Morella, Morella, Moranis? Moran, I forget. Morales. Morales. We assume she's dead. She That's was in the middle of the dark is. fart when it exploded. Unless she teleported out of there or something, but I don't know. Beyond Doc Sulta? And they're all getting financed by Nilo Brishani. Huh. Well, the Brishani. You're, uh... Huh. Alright. You sure about this? I've told you that we have it on good authority, but we do not have concrete proof. Alright, man. Well... I appreciate the uh, the legwork. Like, we're glad that the one lead we brought you guys like turned out and stuff. 
with the whole Morales thing. Shit. All right, cool, man. I, I have to... I gotta go find light to figure out how we're gonna do this, but, like, that's who's behind, like, using our name, right? Like, not just, like, all the other stuff you guys are doing, but, like, they were also again, behind that. Again, we can only assume. all Everything that happened here is only possible because of the original action that was the potent, the attempted kidnapping of Crete's siblings. Oh. So it's all interconnected, so we, we have to assume that. If I these aren't you. the people that, use your, that used your name, they are definitely the ones that are profiting or benefiting it from it. Hmm. Cool. Cool. Sulta, you, that's like your name, right, dude? Related. Cool. So, like, brothers, cousin? Brother, unfortunately. Mm. But, um, do what you have to do with him. I have no qualms about you killing him. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, I, if that's who it is, uh, congratulations, you don't get to die, because, like, you know, you're not in the precinct anymore, so, like, have fun, don't worry about dying or anything if he loves you and stuff. Oh, there's no chance of that. Well, there's, you know. Family's weird, dude. Like, me and my sister don't always get along, because, like, she's all, ooh, I like living in the precincts and being an arena champion, and I'm just like, look, dude, just stab people if you need to. Why would Good you just, advice. Why would you have to go to an arena to stab somebody? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Speaking of arenas... Does your group know the Guardian's goal? Mm, probably, like, Light and the others like him do, but me not so much, man. I need to have a conversation with Light in the near future. Well, if your information pays out, man, I I can guarantee you that he'll, like, come visit you. Because he'll want to, you know... Say thank you and stuff. You know that still sounds like a threat, right? <sighs> okay. It does. I it get... really sounds like he's gonna kill you. I get why it could sound like that, because, like, we do have a bad name when we're out there. Like, our marketing department is, like, poor, I gotta say. But, like, we're just a necessary balance, man. Not gonna lie, the more and more I learn about this world, the more and more I agree with you. See? Like, I get why it seems all crazy and stuff, but I don't know. I just... I gotta follow my heart, man, you know? And, yeah, following your heart to become, like, a serial killer who moves in shadows doesn't necessarily sound great on, like, your, your kindergarten applications and stuff, but... Hey, dude... Sometimes your passion's your passion. How long will your people wait before you take action? 
Oh, I, like, I'm going to go let Light know. Um, so however long it takes me to run him down, we will do a little bit of footwork on our own. But then, you know, <laughs> we got clearance to play here, buddy. Where? Crete, do you want to explain the plan? I would not presume to tell you how to do your business. But whoever whoever is Resic is, whether it's truly him or someone posing for as him, they seem to have taken a hostage, a friend's child, and we really really like to find a way to save that boy. My mother, you may know her, is amassing some forces to oppose Resic. It will take her two days. You mean that little Rupert kid? Yes. Ah, oh, dude, you just need him pulled out? Ideally. Yes. You want me to go get him? Uh, can I ask what that's going to cost us? Yeah, thank you. If, you're, if your information is good, then it won't cost you anything. If your information, if these are the people who did it, consider it a, a bonus for you guys. If it's wrong, then we'll talk payment. How's that sound? As long as it's my payment to make. Hey, man. It's gonna life, eye roll. Life for a life, dude. That's how we roll. Then, yes. All right, cool, man. Yeah, I'll go see about getting him. I'll go find light, you know, do all our stuff. And I'll bring the little kid back to you when I can. Don't teach him anything, please. Teach him things? What do you mean? He's rather incorrigible. All right. Well, you know. You'll find out as soon as, as soon as you're with him, I'll bet. Cool, dude. I mean, I, I like the little Rupert kid. He, when I went to the Dragon's Flagon one time, he brought me a whole tray of these things that were called, like, f fairy pies, fruit pies. Mm -hmm. Dude, so yummy. Scrumptious. Agreed. Right, Trill? Yeah. You look yeah, like the dude good. on the bag. Holy heck. Yep, that's yep, so that's cool, me. dude. Yeah. I know. They even came out with Green Apple, you know, right before right before they had to close up shop. Nice, nice. Alright, man, yeah, I'll go I'll go get the little kid. That's cool. Um getting in here is kind of like tough, but I'll I'll figure it out. Hey, you can't be too careful these days. Nope. Nope. Especially when you got all kinds of Fucking crazy warding. Like, holy shit. You know, I can't even scry on this place, right? No, that's good. It means it's working. Yeah, do you know how annoying that is to try and figure out, like, where I'm being summoned to? Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm going to get out of here, dudes. Uh, you have anything else I should know before I go? I don't think so. Anything about the the man who's it? I think they all died, but oh, oh no, yeah, we already told you about the other thing about the whole thing about those things maybe being released. 
No, not that thing. You yeah, but the other ones knows that are there. That. No, I think I she mean, means in the, the duck ones that were the other, the other people with Morales. Mm-hmm. What about them? Well, they, if they were... survived. Oh, the mayor? Mm-hmm. The mayor and... was working with her. What was, and... what was, was the, the mayor? And... Was the... Yeah, who was that other man? Vandral Galric. Yes, the healer from the arena. Yep. He did. They are probably dead. But just in probably. case, their names are part of this. Cool, dude. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. I'll let you guys, you know, get back to what you're doing. Um, if any shadows start like moving near you and stuff like that, just don't don't stab it right away because it might be just me coming in, you know. So don't yeah. stab it right away. Yeah, yeah, like give it a second. Okay. Maybe maybe six of them. Maybe give maybe give it six seconds before you start stabbing. Okay, that's fair. And he walks back into the shadow and vanishes out. Man, that's going to be so much easier to get Rupert than the plan I had. I mean, if it works. Hmm. I had this whole double cross planned. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it makes things a lot easier. Just, I don't know, I feel uneasy about it for some reason. I think you should still send your friends out to do some recon. Oh, yes. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Speaking of, if we're going to do that, um, I need to finally get uh, Corbin back. And <laughs> I start casting Find Familiar. You you oh, got right, him back right. during that hour that you guys had okay. at the beginning of today. He's he's back. Okay. So speak then speaking of, I'm gonna need like one of you people that's better with magic to like and more familiar with this location to like take me out of the bad magic. That Let's go. Me. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, I'm gonna go open, knock on the door, and let you know them back out you peek into that room and you see your mom sitting at the head of her bed pauline laying across the bed with her head in your mom's lap as your mom's just gently brushing her hair pauline has clearly fallen asleep after crying uh and your mom is just like sitting there taking care of her uh is everything all right it's just a little emotional today hon all right. Um. Okay. Okay. Just let you know. Um. You can come back out if you guys are done. Okay. If you I'm gonna... need extra bedding or stuff, yeah. you know, it's over here. And mm-hmm. are you guys just gonna stay downstairs or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to crowd the house up too much, and the bakery is pretty warm. All right. Well, you know, if you guys are gonna, the wards are up and everything. Um. Mm-hmm. Make sure to pull the ladder up after we leave too. Well, just just flip the switch when you get down there. It'll pull oh, it back right, up. Right, right, right. All right. Um. Thanks. Grab the bedding. Bring it back out. I have blankets. 
Please too. note, these are all fairy-sized blankets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have, like, eight or nine of them, so they can, like, you know, kind of... Uh, Patchwork them. themselves, yep. Yep. We can have like three or four laying across his body, one for each arm. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way back down to the bakery. You kind of get yourselves nice little bedding areas set up. Uh, flip the switch with with, with some. Uh, yeah, you flip the switch, make the ladder go back up with with a little bit of smart maneuvering and having Crete move some stuff around, you guys actually can get yourself kind of like little hammocks almost set up with the stuff that you've got so you're not just like sleeping on floors and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And you guys start to settle in for the evening. And unless anybody has anything else, that is where we're going to call it for tonight. I'm definitely going to send out animal spies, but if we want, we can wait till next session. Yeah, yeah we we can have everybody rest, and that can be what you're doing, like first thing in the morning. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll recap a little bit at the beginning of next session, but I'll um, but Crete's going to be, he's going to try and like work some shit out and like paint a mural, uh, as part of his resting. Nice. Mm. I am changing uh, one of my, uh, what's it called, infusions. 